Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and dungeon master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined as ever by Robbie. I'm a little teapot, Bellicott. I am a little teapot. <laughs> Sam, short and stout, Burns. <laughs> it's oh. true. <laughs> and Ellie, pot calling the kettle, Black Sparrow. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> it's episode 124. Insert title here. We name these after the fact. I don't know what happens. <laughs> Improv. Yeah. I suppose, like, you know what? Let's have a really early segue. And maybe if we cast our minds forward to the present, Ooh, we can old. ask... We, we can ask future us, what happens this episode? This episode, Corzin wears a hat. It's future Jason with messages from the present. This episode of Flintlocks and a Fireball is brought to you by this adorable critter here, our newest sponsor. Hello, it's me, Colander. I'm just here to give a really big thanks to the queer members of the Flintlocks and Fireballs Patreon, whose kind support and donations got me this new spoon, and this frying pan, and a new hat. I'm probably alive because of you. Thanks. In return, I offer a host of offerings, of extra content, bonus features, blog posts, Extra stories narrated by the cast, and a monthly poll. I am told you can check it out at patreon.com slash flintlocks and fireballs, and there's a link in the description. Now, I'm going to go and eat some rats. Bye-bye. This Saturday, the 5th of December at 2pm GMT, we have the honour of guesting as part of Dragon Meat 2020's online podcast zone. We'll be running a two-hour one-shot that will take part in continuity with the regular cast and characters. You can check that out on our Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash flintlocks and fireballs live on the 5th of December at 2pm GMT link in the description and if you miss it fear not this will be available in our regular audio format as bonus content in a few weeks time thank you to dragon meat for hosting us as before we are an affiliate of zavi fine producers of nerdy garments and handy household items remember you can click through the affiliate link in the description and use code flintlocks20 to take 20 percent off clothing and flintlocks10 to take 10 percent off not clothing once again, we're involved with the online group heist game agent venture, the most fun you can have on a Zoom call while keeping your shirt on. Pull off a heist, infiltrate a base, and save the world with only a laptop, an internet connection, and your socially distant friends. Check out the link in the description and take advantage of their special festive vouchers at agentventure.com. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, boss Jason. Just for fun, we all like, fr uh, well, here at the table at least, uh, that I can see, we all froze like a still uh, frame for a moment. Mm. Well, that was yeah. Just imagine that 
retroactively throughout the whole of future Jason's message. Yeah, we all like <laughs> eyeball microphones. Yeah, like absolutely. As though we're expecting to hear something back. <laughs> maybe one day we will. Well, maybe we do already. You don't. And we know. just don't tell you. <laughs> those of us who have come, those those of you who have come to our live shows, know what actually happens during that brief pause. <laughs> yes. And yes, the only way you can find out is someday when those can happen again. Yeah, or on Twitch. Or on Twitch, sometimes actually. Sometimes Sometimes, yeah. And maybe other times, we don't know. We Leave don't know. Alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you could, I suppose you could always break into our house in the town of Reginaldsville. That's definitely a town in the UK. That's where, where we, we all live. live. Where we yeah. all live. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of coincidental we all happen to live there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I live at one Reginald Drive with Jason. Sam lives at two Reginald Drive in Reginald Town, and Robbie lives mm-hmm. at three Reginald Drive, <laughs> which is strangely on the other side of town. Yeah. It's a, there's yes. actually like Reginald Drive is like a circular, an orbital road. Mm. Like with, we get a lot of main uh, of like dual carriageway traffic. It's really bad. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of um, yeah. uh, well, it's the Red Shear bypass as mm. well mm. to consider. Mm. And on that note of particular bullshit, yay! <laughs> All bullshit. It's time to move on to your regularly scheduled bullshit as we begin Woo! tonight's episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs. Oh, the Siege of Newmark is underway. The party are now what must be perhaps four days into the siege kind of hard to tell for it is the 14th of falling leaves 1798 it's also clara's birthday and i think one day before Corzin's, if i remember it is it is oh no to get presents for Corzin. we need to get more presents and seven days since scamps goodness this falling leaves is full of birthdays did yep. you put a scary attack in Newmark on Corzin's birthday, you monster? I may Maybe. have done. <laughs> <laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> I can hear your facial expression, Jason. <laughs> you can. You've got, I know you've got it right as well. I can feel it. Yeah, that, that could certainly have happened. That in any case... certainly may possibly is maybe possibly going to happen. Yes. Give or take. <laughs> yes. Uh, in any case, there has been a back and forth uh, following the initial um, ship battle and these uh, outside of the city of Newmark and Hickory Island, on the tip of which is is the central part of the city, uh, with two portions on the uh, west on the uh, on the west side along the uh, other side of the West River and indeed on the eastern side across the River Hound, 
which is a, just a little bit more than a mile and a half away, possibly two miles away, is Fortress Beatrix, uh, currently held by the Osirian Redcoats, while the defenders hold the battery uh, here on the tip of Hickory Island, facing out towards the sea. There has been a lot of um, surreptitious warfare going on uh, while the army on the exterior prepares for its next assault as the defenders desperately scrabble to try and gather what resources and materials and allies they can. Despite having the defensive advantage, they are, as we believe we mentioned at the start, uh, outgunned, outgunned <laughs> outnumbered, Every and outplanned. <laughs> However, the party have made some serious inroads. Successfully dismantling uh, the unit of illusionists known as the Masquerade uh, by taking out five out of six of their members uh, has definitely taken away a critical asset from the Osirians. As well, they have garnered support from two different uh, factions uh, of the criminal underworld. The uh, Sunset Girls, a group, a gang of boat thieves who actually also double up as some pretty effective, uh, high, le- uh, high, pretty effective high-level strike and infiltration squad, not unlike yourselves. <laughs> and now the acquisition of the support of the Dead Eyes, a Ferozian gang uh, who ha- whose numbers uh, of active combatants have recently swelled to three hundred capable combatants after adding the dead to their ranks. You successfully uh, robbed the bank to gain their support, whereupon you were struck with a high-powered assassination attempt. You managed to survive, but not without cost. The dry dock in which the Kraken's Bane was undergoing its repairs was uh, critically damaged and can no longer continue to provide those repairs, and first, uh, sorry, and your quartermaster, Vig Petrovich, uh, was seriously injured and uh, and lost a leg. Uh, has just been fitted out with a lovely new wheelchair and a lot of painkillers following overnight surgery. Mm. Uh, it's about having woken up to uh, to his successful emergence uh, from. Uh, for the aforementioned surgery, uh, you've also just heard that three visitors are coming uh, aboard on a lo- on a little longboat, uh, which causing you've just given permission for them to board, uh, believing you know their identity, and are going to head up to visit them. As you say this, uh, the somewhat paler face than usual Vig uh, in the new. Uh, newly constructed uh, wheelchair that's been put together by your carpenter coughs a little <clears throat> with all due respect um, Captain I think I might skip out on the reunions that's fair enough you, I'll uh, pass on your best if it's who I think it is Arjun your surgeon uh, scowls the uh, the bugbear bugbear elderly bugbear who actually himself also uh, has a peg leg from a, from a previous injury at sea many years ago uh, commenting yours you are certainly going to stay off, uh, stay in bed and rest for a time surgeon's orders well 
Seems I've been told. We you heard the man. <laughs> we'll keep you appraised of what's going on. Good. We'll visit your lot. Don't sink the ship without me. <laughs> Do we my make best. no promises. Good. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm getting right out of this chair and, uh, and beating you all with a stick. But don't doubt it for a second. <laughs> I would be disappointed if you didn't. Right, now, let's... Uh, let's Watch, uh, we'll give the man some space. Dry, uh, helps push him away to get some rest. The three of you head up onto the deck. It is a bright, if a little chill, morning. You are not long after dawn. Enough time for the sun to have risen over the distant uh, plains to the east and for there, but still cold enough that you can see your breath forming. These chills won't last long. You're close to the equator, and soon enough, uh, everything is going to heat up. But for a moment, you are able to stand in the crisp, uh, bright-lit air of morning. There is the smoke from the dry dock, uh, has dissipated, but you can still see the charred remnants of the structure above it. The Kraken's Bane now moored uh, in the West River. Uh, keep it got uh, crew aboard and uh, ready to defend it as need be. As you are coming on up, uh, let's see, one of the sailors uh, is busy leading your um, uh, leading the three new uh, passengers aboard the first one to come up is helped up by a seaman there, there is a name going to follow this <laughs> <laughs> uh, by seaman Auden, the uh, burly bald human that uh, whose lucky charm once got stolen oh uh, yeah yeah he helps. It didn't get stolen. It didn't, in fact, get stolen. He just misplaced it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he helps up a figure who stands tall, thin, regally before you. As you see an unfamiliar figure stand, uh, lit starkly by the morning light, you see the image of a powerful dangerous human woman of mystery. Tall, beautiful features, sharp, cheap, sharp cheekbones, slender, golden skin, dark, threatening eyes, and in the, and in the wind that, uh, uh, that is cutting through long black hair that blows dramatically. She stands, somewhat strikingly, in a layered black dress with billowing sleeves hemmed with golden decorative stitching. There are mysterious vials and pouches, hanging at her waist, not far from a dramatic wooden wand. She looks cold, uh, coldly at the three of you arising. Is there anyone else there? Because it, that, it depends if there's anyone else there. Uh, there are react. two people still climbing up who you can't see okay. yet. Hello. Greetings, she says. I am Mistress Clara. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pause, 
and you hear a cough <laughs> from behind and someone else climbs up. Uh, they know me. It's all right, sir. They know me. They know me. It's fine. <laughs> what is this? The I love it. Tall, this is a great idea. Woman. Why did I never think of this? <laughs> Slightly shifts her stance and she's just like, she is still this tall, strikingly beautiful woman, but she's um, no longer like the figure of mystery. She's just like, mm-hmm. you see the intensity lesson a bit. Oh, okay. Leans back and helps up. I mean, that's <laughs> very good though, darling, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, yeah, the very... wind caught it at the right time. Oh, it was, it was it very was... mysterious. Like, I, You could be like on the cover of a novel. Like, as a like, performer. Not a good novel, but a well novel. <laughs> 10 out of 10 for presentation, I'm sure we'll all agree. You see, a cu- she helps a couple of shorter figures uh, get up. One... Uh, you, uh, uh, you immediately, uh, both of which you immediately recognize. Uh, the first of the two I'm going to say that comes up is a familiar, uh, blonde, blue-eyed gnome with a cocked hat with a big feather coming out of it. Uh, he's not in his usual, uh, reds though. He's, he's actually gone for a, 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 for a cut of blues and greens in slightly different fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you definitely see Fighty Gubbins Wick hop aboard. Ah! Oh, it's been a while since I've been here. Hello, <laughs> you. Hello. <laughs> Got to see the three of you. You and Corrigible reprobate, come here. Ah, <laughs> uh, come here. Gives you a hug. Uh, and Where have you been? All sorts of places. You uh, missed all the fun. Uh, well, we'll see how much of it I stick around for. Not really in the war business. Uh, ran into your, uh, ran into uh, another familiar face. Uh, well, unfamiliar face, but uh, they say... Uh, but she says uh, she knows you pretty well. I don't think you actually, uh, that uh, Fighty and Clara have ever actually met. No, I don't think so. As you do see, no. stepping out from behind uh, Saran, the tall human woman, is a much shorter girl. Clara, um, Clara, Clara. Flat, blonde hair in a, in a tail. And she's got a... And she has a sallow, pale face uh, marked quite starkly with pox scars sunken beneath dull grey eyes. There is, she's wrapped in a blue felt coat with a green dress and gloves and solid hide boots underneath. Uh, the trim of the coat is actually adorned uh, as it, unlike it was before. It's this repeating blue, white and green checkered pad- pattern of an unfamiliar sm- style. Clara looks tired, but she smiles widely on seeing the three of you. Clara, 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 <laughs> Hello. Hello. Cousin will just hold his arms for a hug. <laughs> she comes over and gives you a hug. It's, we she's, do a she's, hug. she's taller than you now. <laughs> uh, Clara's put on it, put, actually gained an inch. I engulf both of you with my massive Not three as arms. much stru- as I have. Look how tall I got, Clara. I have missed how? you. You've, uh, I've, I've missed all of you. <laughs> We've missed you so much. It's been so long. <laughs> um, Saran, uh, we, we, I guess, uh, meet my family, um, they really, they helped me out escape from, uh, <clears throat> from Olga. Uh, Celestia, Stardust, uh, <laughs> Scamp, um, Cousin Hohes, uh, meet, uh, Sukusaran. Uh, the, 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 Saran gives a somewhat performative bow and a fl- uh, 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 in a it's not quite the f- same sort of flaring bow that you would give Celestia. Mm. It seems more courtly, but of a slightly unfamiliar style, like low, 
to like down to about 45 degrees, sweeping one arm to the side. I give her a much less performance, much less... Um... Oh my god, what was the word you just used? I'm going mad. Uh, courtly? Courtly, there we go. <laughs> my brain was going cooperative. Cooperative, that, that's not the word, hun. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's not even slightly relevant. Um, I give her a much less courtly bow, but equally performative. And then I step near here and hold out a hand. Nice to Stardust, nice to meet you. She hesitates from takes the hand, shakes. Always appreciate an entrance. Well, it Welcome helps with... Uh, some of my... It helps with the work. The work? What do you do? I am an actress. Oh! Haven't met one oh. of those in a while. Interesting. No. Is there much of that work going at the moment? How did you inquire across <laughs> how's, how's it? How's the chop market? <laughs> <laughs> I am doing a lot of touring theatre. Lovely. Oh, right. Would I have seen you in anything? Have you been... Well, have you been to the... Uh, have you been to the Imperial Court of uh, Wei Shun? Of Wei Shun? I have not. I'm not no, sure I know where that no. is. Then you have missed me at my greatest. What did you do? Oh, Tell me everything. You... I, ah. was, I was the star of the opera there. How did you do opera? Indeed. I was also courtesan to the first minister until her wife came back. How did that go? She, we did not get on. Fair enough. My career in Weijun came to an abrupt end, That's and she lost her entire wardrobe to a mysterious fire. <laughs> Where could it have gone? How did so it happen? If you say that that was your greatest, does that mean you'll never be that good again? That seems very down on yourself. You should be more confident in your abilities. What is the word uh, in Jovan? Is it a precocker? Pre cocky? You are cocky. Yes, they are, all the time, frequently. <laughs> they have reason to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What? Clara, it's your birthday! It is. It is! Uh, Happy and... birthday! <laughs> Have another hug right now! Uh, come here! <laughs> I pick her up. <laughs> Jeffrey drew you a card! <laughs> Jeffrey holds up like shit on a piece, a of, piece paper. of paper <laughs> smeared with, mercifully, you realise, brown crayon. Ha. <laughs> There is a streak of yellow. You think, in a very abstract sense, it might be Jeffrey holding a banana, or it might be a series of random brown and yellow crayon marks. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Hello, Jeffrey. <laughs> Still around, I see. Oh, he's got weirder, darling. <laughs> you have. You've gained a lot Jeffrey's of, uh, been learning a lot of things. He could use guns now. He picks logs. He can cook. He robbed the bank the other day. What? <laughs> there's, a, the, uh, there's a slightly. It seems to go over the heads of most of them, but uh, 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 of, of Fighty and Saran. But you see Clara narrow her eyes a little at that. I'll tell you later. <laughs> yeah, we've got lots to tell, I'm sure. 
from both um, sides. Uh, gifts as well. <laughs> yes. Yes. I have. Um, I'm sorry I <laughs> missed your birthday scamp, but I got you something. Um, I got you something as well, uh, Corzin. Um, oh, thank you. I can't remember when. Um, <clears throat> I can't remember when uh, Corzin's birthday. Uh, she gestures like downwards. Corzin's birthday is. Oh, um, little Corzin. Yes. Oh, oh no. um, it's been months ago. I think that's like, like a good ago. month or two. <laughs> It's the Twelfth of Falling Blossom. Mm. Oh, <clears throat> no, that's fair. Uh, well, I uh, got—I was able to get some uh, some honeyed cakes. <gasps> Perfect, you'll love that. Mm. Um, it's a bit cold. Uh, do you have? Um, so yeah, come on. Sweet Let's dramatically. Let us go somewhere with with food and drink. Yes. Yes. Let's do that. Take me to your abode. 100%, let's go. <laughs> is Molly on board currently? Uh, Molly, who's uh, just come, just about at this moment comes out of the stateroom, hearing the sounds like... <coughs> Molly, you're running to some old friends. I'll say you did. I don't think Molly's ever met Clara, so if she would go... That's weird. Yeah, you know, so she'd go, uh... Fighty! Yeah. Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, 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 yeah. Fighty. Good to see you, you pff, runty little bastard. Got to see you too. <laughs> Been up to any good scraps lately? Also, I have. Yes, Jason. Put the two fantasy Irish characters together and distinguish them. It'll be fine. Oh dear. I yeah, think, hmm, I can tell these two have never been in a room together. <laughs> when you started talking as though, I was like, hmm, you're going to be upset in ten mm, seconds. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> the, oh no. There's a little, there's a bit of a, 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 a she looks back and little Corzin, rubbing his eyes a bit, comes out yawning. Oh. When's breakfast at Hello! Oh, hello, Mr. Fighty! <laughs> hello there. <laughs> Mr. Fighty! <laughs> I see that. Ah, I can see that. Uh, that uh, I'm glad to see that that uh, tricorn's getting some use. <laughs> oh, yes, only the best for my son. <laughs> <laughs> Fits perfectly, I think. <laughs> It's enormous on him. <laughs> <laughs> it leaves plenty of growing room. <laughs> well, that's for it to be uh, true, to be sure. Uh, right, where are we heading? For? You said there was grub? Someone said grub. Yes. Food, drinks, let's go. Okay. Uh, what was what was this new lady's name, lady? Uh, Suk Saran. Suk Saran. Suk Saran. And uh, Saran appears to be her given name. Saran. We'll call her Saran. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, where do you want to take them? Are you going down to the galley, to your stateroom? Actually, if, they, uh, if they're wanting food, we'll go down to the, uh, to the galley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alright, you... Nothing we're doing needs to be in the stateroom, does it? Yeah. You, yeah. Uh, okay, officers, officers, uh, table, or just a general mess? Uh, 
officer's table if it's free. Yeah, it probably yeah. would be at this time. Okay, you make it down, uh, and you are, of course, in time for a breakfast. A breakfast? A breakfast, uh, which is absolutely not what um, <laughs> not what Belle calls it. Um, <laughs> Belle, who is looking a little um, worse for wear. I was wrong, by the way. It has been full moon. Yeah. <laughs> ah, um, right. Provo- uh, uh, is serving up uh, most uh, well large vats of oatmeal actually now that it's now that the crew are back on board uh, but she has put dry uh, but there are dried apples uh, scattered through it to give it a little bit of flavor like cut dried apple pieces mm. um, so you dig into a breakfast of oatmeal goat's milk for you scamp small beers as well and also goat's meal yeah. also goat's milk for um, <laughs> for little Corson. Clara does actually take a beer, though. Oh, good for her at this point. Whilst uh, Saran uh, kind of looks a little... Looks at the, the beer, shrugs and dance a bit. I don't knock it, it's good. Yeah, you'd need, have, you'd need enough of this to float a battleship to actually get drunk on. <laughs> Not as bad as I'd been told Joven beer was. Are we in... Are we in Jova? We're no. Oh. No, Jover is, and Corson kind of points out the window that way. <laughs> when he says that way, it's not like, I mean, like months that way. I... Although we, maybe we should think about visiting today, sort of. That's something to do. Let's not forget. Little Corson is happily shoveling down some, some oatmeal uh, in one corner, um, looks up at Clara. <clears throat> Do you like ships? <laughs> I. They're good. Oh, I uh, should introduce you, Clara. This is my son, Corson. Uh, uh, this is a friend of mine, Clara. Uh, hello. And hello. Well, long story, but uh, they look awkwardly yeah. at each other. It's <laughs> <laughs> like there's a brief moment where, you, where it seems apparent that Clara might actually have no idea how to talk to children her age. Um, what's your favourite ship oh this one well of course um, I I suppose it's your your dad's ship not just that Uh, wrong person coughing not just that Uh, they can travel at at eight knots uh, at eight knots if if you need to right that's the one of the fastest ship times in the world for a ship of this size it is. Yes, absolutely. It actually goes even faster if Scamp does the whole wind, does the windy thing. Uh, really? Uh, what's your favourite type of ship? Oh dear. Uh, mm-hmm. I, um, one that, uh, like sort of fifth rate, fourth rate? What, do, how, what, are you more like into like yachts? like a little kid with his Pokemon cards with the other kid <laughs> no, that doesn't like no. Pokemon. <laughs> I... Maybe later on you can show Clara your um, uh, your little model ship with the uh, realistic smoke. Oh, uh, Dick shovels a couple more spoonfuls and then runs off. Later, later. Go... Oh, he's gone now. Well, that's <laughs> happened. Clara just like exhales a little. How you? He's doing? very passionate, lad. <laughs> oh, you know we've been we've been. Um... Doing, going place to place, um, solving problems. Saran 
snorts into her beer at that. Mm. That well, is solving one... more than you're causing, I hope. Corson says with with mirth. Just like we do. <laughs> solving solving problems is one way to put it. What would be the other way to put it? Getting into people's business and making it difficult for me to make sure you charge them, Clara. Hmm. <laughs> it's just, you know, yes, we have to eat. Clara looks a little. Uh, 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 Clara rolls her eyes a little. Are you ordering round our Clara? We should be having words. <laughs> I swear, a, it's, Clara, it's with Clara smiling. Calls a, Clara calls a, a, a little and Saran like, put, like, does the sort of slashing motion with her hand. Listen, I don't know what your relationship was like, but someone needs to tell this girl to eat or she doesn't. No, that's, that's, that's no, fair. That's yeah. Valid. yeah. That's oh, yeah. She, <laughs> there's a brief uh, moment of, frust- uh, of uh, uh, frustrated exchange uh, between... Uh, uh, bit, uh, between Clara and um, and Saran uh, of uh, uh, Saran is like muttering at her knitting doll and Clara goes she day boy and ye mutter of shake have you learned a fucking language since we last saw you it's a little broken at times but uh, Saran is a good teacher fuck me you're clever <laughs> Let's I get some more oatmeal over here just to be on the safe side. <laughs> Clara does, with a little bit of an elbowing to the ribs from uh, Saran, finish her mm. oatmeal and keep, uh, and keep eating. So, how did you meet? Was it at the fancy place that you sung at? Nice to meet another singer, by the way. Doesn't happen that often. What, st- what styles do you sing in? Uh, I mean, I do a lot of shanties for the ship, uh, but also... <laughs> sort of my own weird stuff as well not really opera not my thing but mm. Mm, different do you play anything uh f- yes uh i play <sighs> things for a moment i play the mandolin the harp the drums uh there are a number of uh, woodwind instruments i play should have a jam hmm. i've been thinking of trying to learn the spoons but Jeffrey keeps stealing my spoons. Jeffrey mm. shoves another spoon from the table down the Jeffrey, glass skirt. Where are they going? <laughs> I never find them. Is that where all Bell's fucking spoons more? have been going? She's see, been there's like for a ages. ring of spoons hidden <laughs> under the grass, like of the grass skirt, like a, like an armor. I'm going to tell Jeffrey. Bell on you. Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Saran like looks with a little confusion, but. Shrugs. He's a prodigy. I'm sure I saw a dwarven battle dress once that had the same principle uh, with the, uh, the spoons that he's got there. There are some older types of armor that work like that, yes. There were a few ceremonial pieces in the court. No, we did not meet when I was uh, still with the first minister and the opera. I had it. The... Where was that emperor? Hmm? Where was that emperor? Out of interest. You said the name of the court. I'm the from court under the ground of... and don't know where anything is. Ah, of course. We. I have uh, met Drow before. <laughs> uh, we. 
the court or the city and prefecture of Weizhen is part of the Third Tang Empire ah. in East Haldanos. Hmm. Uh, the first minister was governs the prefecture. Hmm. Interesting. That we, it is good for a for an actress and a courtesan to speak a number of languages. Hmm. That makes sense. So, definitely. And my patron was an she smiles a little eager teacher. Hmm. Ah. But no. I had been wandering those one moment. I'm gonna check my list of this. Uh <laughs> I had been wandering those Xinongjiale roads for the better part of eight months before I came around into Clara. Long time to wander on your own. Well, I was travelling with a small troop. Uncultured, there were a lot of them. Barely two bits of talent to rub together. You know the type. Also, you were like uh, traveling performers. <sighs> With the yes, it was the most the most difficult, poorly paid work. Children, Ch- theater, a sort of theater in education. <laughs> <laughs> you were. <laughs> oh wow! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> she was doing TIE. <laughs> Oh, wow. Dear. He did a TIE tour and nearly jacked it in. <laughs> I'm sorry. For any non-acting stories, uh, TIE is just... these little the like worst. It's not like Theater going around schools and doing like a fun actual play. Actual play, huh? But like not like going around schools and doing like Shakespeare or whatever. No. Usually what you're doing is going around and doing... Doing road safety Doing a lesson on road safety or, or like a lesson on not to take drugs or yeah. cyberbullying or something that is vaguely in the form of a vague narrative to children who are a little bit too old for it and don't want to hear it. Or a little bit too young and don't understand. Yeah. Mm. There's, they're never the right age. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jason's worst acting job ever was TIE. Fun fact. Both. Oh yeah, boy. Actually, no, one, one, that, the, the first one wasn't TIE. It was just similar circumstances. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, she. <laughs> after a few moments, um, uh, I'm performing for, for for children. That sounds fine. I've not really done it for large groups of children, other than puppet shows on the ship. It is difficult in the hills, in the provinces. You get you get paid in a lot of things that aren't food or money. And what what other things are there to pay you in? Old shoes, usually. Huh. I own owned seventeen no nineteen pairs of workable boots. Oh, oh dear. That's, I got that's, very that's good too many. At yeah. That's I mean, you've only got one pair of feet. We would get it. We would be eager to get into the town so we could sell them and buy some rice. Wow, this does sound like a bad gig. Mm. Yeah. Did you so, get to sing any opera? 
here and there, but all the in the villages, they only want slapstick. <laughs> Celestia, like, hastily. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm imagining that she's got, like, the finger puppet sticking out of her child's pocket. <laughs> yeah. <and it's>, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uncultured. A little, <laughs> don't get me wrong, a little is good, but you can't do a play that's all clowns. <clears throat> <laughs> in this TIE tour that Jason did there was about a five minute scene of him just repeatedly falling over basically <laughs> there wasn't much other content in that scene as I recall oh dear have I, put, I have have accidentally put a this is autobiographical <laughs> I'm sorry it is anyway, um, <laughs> moving away from that Oh, I don't know. I saw one which was hilarious. It was like sausages and alligator, and then the policeman turned up. Ah, it doesn't matter. It sounds like a confusing story. Yeah, it was hmm. actually. Excellent. Mind you, I put some real shit in the puppet shows, don't I? <laughs> you do. I puppets. think they are works of yes. art. Yes, yes, I do puppets. I get out my finger puppets and put them on my hand. <laughs> Got a couple more down here. Loads of them. Slight uh, raised eyebrow, but a nod. Um, I somehow forgot to mention this, but Saran has come up with two suitcases, uh, with two suitcases that she pulled up after making the dramatic entrance. Yeah. Um, opens one of them, fumbles through, and you see her bring out a uh, hooded lantern, uh, a mm. some sheets of rice paper, and some d- uh, and some black card cut into various shapes with sticks attached. Ah, what are those I for? Do uh, I know a little puppetry myself? Do I know what shadow puppets are? I feel like the Underdark isn't fun enough for them, which is why I'm not reacting. Oh, would they not also be made of leather rather than card? Actually, it would be leather time. in this period. In this period. Very, very. You thin. know better than me. <laughs> so they're bash puppetry. so thin they let light through, and you can colour them. Oh, oh, I love that. That's so cute. <laughs> They are so, gorgeous. Yeah. So yeah, there is a unpa- there is a y- yet to be put up shadow puppet. Uh, uh... I could do a show sometime. Yes, please do. I'm sure they'd love Sounds a departure intriguing. from the usual for a change. It's usually me behind a barrel. <laughs> I met Clara when she was causing trouble uh, in the hills. I was helping people out, causing trouble in the hills. <laughs> what were you doing? I look at Clara. <laughs> Tell me everything. They are having a problem with some ogres, and the ogres were having a problem with some people. Okay. She so started a coup. <laughs> <laughs> a coup? I wouldn't put it like it is, I understand that is the word for armed replacement of power. Yes? <laughs> Did that you do a time right. on a ship that would be called a mutiny, but... Um, Did you do an ogre revolution? <laughs> Only a small one, and it worked out. <laughs> Listen, oh, tell me everything. I mean, there's... There's not a lot to talk about, um... The uh, that the, the clan of uh, of uh, they call themselves the Ogwai, uh, the, the uh, ogres. They were um, well. They they were you know 
They were bandits. Right, basically. They were attacking the um, local villagers, kind of in a very ogreish sort of style, had been for a long time, uh, for food. And, well, at the same time, there were some... There were these other bad guys. There's a, there's a, a face palm from Saran. Okay. Clara, you are bad at storytelling. Oh dear. <laughs> Go on then. Picture this. It is the Valley of the Fallen Lotus. There are seven mm. villages, each of, of innocent goblin farmers and herdsfolk, each of whom are struggling to get by. Since time immemorial, that's the phrase, right? Yes. Since time immemorial, the Ogwai of the hills have come down. They have stolen sheep and cows. They have stolen people, kidnapped, ransomed. But in the last five years, the raiders have come. Uh. Driven from the plains, horse, horsemen, a hobgoblin tribe, the the three vipers. They seek to gather soldiers for their army, to gather supplies, raids, trophies. Move start doing little minor illusions of all the things that she's saying. Like it's just like a mm-hmm. picture where like things shift yeah. like stop motion, but it's just like a hill with like one set of people on one side and one set on the other side and like the things that she's just like very small on the table you know I will help out so it's slightly more elaborate Hmm. there's a pause where she acknowledges this happening and I can stop if you want just a a halt for a moment in the flow and then continues although as she talks she starts to she reaches into the bags and produces a small case and starts taking out small objects from it as this is happening if you've got your own, I can... No, 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 it's not... She gestures for you to continue. The... With the arrival of the... You said three vipers, didn't you? Yeah. With the arrival of the three vipers, it was too much for the villagers to bear. Their militias strained. Soon it became... Soon starvation was rampant, and many began to talk of fleeing their ancestral homes. The government distant, the army slow to respond, uncaring about their woes. Then, into the midst of this, came a sorceress. I'm not a sorceress, you know that. As far as the punters are concerned, you are a sorceress. A sorceress! And wise woman of great power. Wise woman of great power, if small stature. <laughs> Oi, it's true. Tiny little Clara appears <laughs> in minor illusion hills. She never judge people by their size. She tried to talk around the villagers to gain them on her side. But all these goblins saw was a strange human child. Perhaps wise, but without presence, without showmanship, without a sense of 
over exaggeration, flare. <laughs> we try and like smirk, but also like slightly roll my eyes and correctly while she's not looking. <laughs> Only one thing was needed. A largely semi-competent troupe of travelling actors. <laughs> Always essential to any horrifying situation. <laughs> it, was to, it was to the great fortune of the young and powerful sorceress. Not a sorceress. Sorceress. <laughs> and the villages within the, Lotus, uh, within the fallen Lotus Valley. That, I think I said Fallen Lotus, <laughs> the Fallen Lotus Valley, that there was a dispute among pay and the appropriate division of boots. Some harsh words were said. <laughs> Suffice to say. Like the little minor illusion just goes, fuck you. She takes out little chess, uh, what look like chess pieces made of sil- slightly uh, of silverish metals uh, as she talks uh, various goblins one looking like a sort of wise looking sort of counselor one looking like a princess or empress type figure there's an ogre off to one side uh, a horseman to another um, <laughs> and as you say that these uh, uh, she says there was indeed a certain amount of Tsaoni, but let's not get into that. Now, <clears throat> into this, a poor, hungry actress happened to ha- uh, come upon this sorceress and found that there was a way in which we could aid one another. By which you mean to say I had food and you didn't. In exchange <laughs> for a payment of humble bow and something to eat. The like tiny Clara, like the arm, <laughs> like an arm appears that's just holding out like a sandwich <laughs> in the minor <laughs> illusion. <laughs> it's all very still, like it's just images, but just like a sandwich. <laughs> the actress agreed to be the Face? Face of the young girl. The sandwich disappears. <laughs> for, uh, for a very reasonable 50 50, 70 30, 70 30 right. split <laughs> of, any, of any takings. Which would have been a wiser decision. Had she real, uh, had she not realised that the young sorceress was repeatedly going to refuse payment? I mean, they need it more than I do. We need to eat, Clara. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> as such, the actress was able to step forth as the mysterious and powerful Mistress Clara, sorceress and wise woman. With her powerful draws the draws it a powerful wand. It's a beautifully carved but obviously mundane piece of wood. Brilliant. <laughs> the mystical powders at her uh, at her command holds up a pouch. It's full of like dye, like dye powder. Like it's basically powder paint. Yeah. And and some uh, and of course 
<clears throat> Someone doing the work? Someone doing the work! <laughs> <laughs> we were able to con- they, <clears throat> they were able to convince these villagers to accept a different way. They had food, but lacked protection. The ogres lacked, pro- actually she would say, the Ogwai lacked protection, sorry, lacked food, but had protection. All it needed was a change in perspective. Alas, on those high mountains, the ru- sorry, the Junfa of the uh, Ogwai clan, uh, this would be, there we go, Cao Wei, was one who cleaved to the old ways. <laughs> On the top of the mountain, it just goes, I cleave to the old ways. <laughs> <laughs> For you see, it, such is the way of their culture. They, uh, it, is the, it is the truth they, uh, they believe that only the strong deserve to stand tall. The weak are there to be exploited. Boo. The powerful... To Boo. be feared and obeyed. And Boo. those of even strength, rivals, or perhaps wary allies. It was threading this needle of diplomacy that. She gestures for a moment. Yeah, I actually did that one. That the young sorceress, Blair, <laughs> was able to convince a faction of the Ogwai in a way that she really couldn't have with the goblins down below. So Clara shrugs. They... <coughs> Turns out ogres don't care if you're human so long as you uh, have some flashy magic <coughs> you can use. You totally did an ogre revolution. I am so proud of you. You did a diplomacy. One That's hard. of the ogres, uh, this would be Cao Chu, did not uh, uh, believed as their as their father did that the those uh, the true allies and those in charge should cleave to their values, might, generosity, and prosperity. That. Uh, that they uh, that one of power should demonstrate martial powers should have much and give much and treat guests and subordinates with respect boo oh wait no not boo that is a good one <laughs> that's that's the right one there <laughs> clara i mean <clears throat> the sort young sorceress was able to convince uh, Cao, yeah, Cao uh, Chu, that more prosperity, more uh, more power could be had by taking, by treat, uh, not treating the goblins of the uh, of the fallen Lotus Valley as weaklings to be exploited, but allies, providing steady amounts of food in exchange for. Thanks for a moment. Uh, fighting off all of the horsemen. Military alliance against the uh, three Lotus Riders. Of course, 
Cao Wei had not, uh, did nothing, uh, would take nothing of the kind. Boo. Boo. But here is where the young sorceress was cunning. <gasps> For you see, a tr- uh, the Jun Fa of the uh, Ogwai must always respond to a true challenge, a real insult. But it is their way that the one who is challenged determines what the challenge should be. Mm. So the young sorceress spoke with care and caution, did not rise to petty insults. Was it backgammon? <laughs> sorry, sorry, got carry on, carry on. Sorry, Greens. It wasn't backgammon. Oh, that's a shame, you're very good at backgammon. It was order of events, and so did not directly <laughs> challenge the chief, but enraged, but enraged the Junfa to the point where he, uh, where he finally challenged her. A little voice from the minor illusion. I challenge you. <laughs> so she set the terms. Ended up just playing chess. The, the game of kings and emperors. They're not actually very good at chess. <laughs> that one wasn't. I mean, I'm glad we weren't playing Go. Like he was really good at Go, but really, good, but not good at chess. You beat me at chess. I'm shit at chess. <laughs> Disgraced, the Junfa was forced to surrender his position to the uh, two. Awkward. So I was, for about ten minutes, technically a leader of a clan of ogres. <laughs> After which, the young sorceress appointed her replacement in the favourable Cao uh, Chu, and together the villagers of the uh, Valley of the Fallen Lotus and the Ogwai of the Hills banded together and drove out the raiders of the three of, what have I actually written? I've forgotten the uh, it's not lotuses vipers, there we go of the three vipers and as she align, finishes aligning the little uh, the little figures over the course of what's probably been about ten minutes, you hear a little clapping sound that's excellent not That's fantastic. Quite at a stage where I can do it that quickly. Still learning parts of this. Ah, you've got magic as well. She has no spirits around her. That's interesting. It is. It. The, I received a an education in the fundamentals from my patron when I was still in the court. A woman of the court should have many skills and magic is the skill of rulers Ooh. Mm. very interesting now I've, I've never met another performer magic type person who uh, who doesn't have spirits it's interesting ah I see you have a god with you that makes sense 
<laughs> Not a god. Like <laughs> the Rainbow Spirit, by the way, has like been super interested in her this whole time. It's been like floating in and out of her hair and like going round her, being like, "Who's this?" Because she's mm-hmm. kind of before me. Uh, <laughs> translation issue there. Uh, I mean, more of a sort of. So we had Shen. Sorry, Shen. Like the. Uh, sorry, uh, more of a like like uh, Setsuo Shen, uh, the toilet god. Who the fuck is the toilet god? There's he a is god the of god toilets? that ensures you ha- uh, you comfortably make toilet. Okay, if anyone ever makes me be religious, I'm going to worship the toilet god, and not a soul alive can stop me. Um, really, do not offend the, the toilet Ekrugal god. Already worship that deity. What happens if you offend the toilet god? People worry Best about ask. offending the gods, uh, the general uh, uh, and war gods, but you shit every day. How often do you go to war? Well, That's a very good point. Personally. You make an extremely good point. <laughs> I mean, we go to war a lot, but I do shit more. Yes. Yes, Clara, you do seem to have brought us into a siege. Welcome! I told you there was a bit of a problem going on. A siege. Clara. Sieges can be problems. It's alright, they're going to try and break it, like, tomorrow or something. It's always possible they like opera. Anyway, um... Well, thank you for telling me, uh, t- telling that story. Uh, it actually sets up how I can, a uh, 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 couple of my gifts uh, for you. Oh, so we have the... gifts for you too. Yes, we do. <laughs> it's your birthday. Oh. Brief moment where she like stares and distance, shakes her head. Yeah, oh, you're right. It's been hand a long on year. shoulder. <laughs> Squeezes your hand. Thanks. Put my hand over the table. Oh. One hand seems to be enough for, for Clara, but um, no, no. Uh, so we got uh, we got payment uh, uh, after Saren insisted. The <laughs> Saren nods. She wanted all of it in favors. You never know when you're going to need help. Yes, we also needed to eat, which is why they gave us. Several bags of rice flour. Nice Food, flour nice rice. Some pickled vegetables. And then the gifts from the ogres, which I told you we should have sold when we got to a city. And I told you they'd make excellent gifts. There's a rolling of the eyes from, uh, <laughs> from Saran. We did sell some of them. We sold the gold lion statuettes. Yes, and then you spent it all on those powders and... Look, the alchemy's important. I need it. Yes, I know. I know. <sighs> anyway. How would you expect Clara to here to be a magnificent sorceress without all the powders? No. I'm I know she, listen, I know she needs the powders. I know they're important. I'm just saying we could have, we could have paid for some new... for clothes that I didn't have to essentially beg from a theater, another theatre troupe. We could, we could have a house. We could, we could have gone to the spa. The spa, Clara. I mean, the, the spa's kind of overrated. Oh, 
Oh, maybe the spas <laughs> in Jova are overrated. Let me tell you, in Weishun, they know how to have a spa day properly. We should totally go there. It I'm sounds confident. Great. I know what a spa day actually is. Neither do I, but it sounds fun. Is there anywhere. fighting? Uh, not unless you're very unlucky. I've, there is um... a certain amount of, of uh, pummeling flesh. What? Massages. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I've been to public baths before, but I'm not sure it's exactly the same. Massage sounds both nice and terrible. No. It is expensive, but for for twenty. Yeah, I'm going to use this because it's the because it's the appropriate largest man. But for two hundred yuan. You could ha- you can for four hours know what it is to be an empress. I'm trying yeah. to pretend that I wouldn't do that, but I so would. Of course you would. Anyone would. That's why it's so expensive. Does Coulson have any idea what that converts to? <laughs> Probably. Uh, actually, give me a history check just on the off chance. Yeah. Hi, DC. I mean, it's low chance he does, but yeah. on the off chance. Uh, 15. Okay. Um, actually, no. Uh, you've. Uh, I suppose you would have probably heard it from the. Uh, from the sailor. Some of the sailors aboard your ship. I'm going to say that you probably overheard. Uh, Shen Yu talk about this. Uh, okay. He. Uh, he's obviously head of the Shen clan, and they did trade out of Shahongua for a while. Uh, the Yuan is the largest standard unit of um, uh, of uh, third uh, of Tang currency. Uh, it's it broadly equates to around twenty to twenty-five gold pieces. Okay, so two hundred. Yeah, right. yeah, two hundred. So it's it's loosely a ten to one uh, conversion rate. You'd guess that the Yuan uh, that the Yuan is probably equivalent to like a silver shilling. Right. Okay. So what does that mean? Two hundred is. So two hundred would be twenty gold. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, hundred percent. I'd do that. (laughs) Twenty gold is a lot. Is a lot for most people. Yeah. Yeah, but still, yeah. Okay. You you, you see, Coulson go a little bit distant there, where he's doing like the calculations in midair. If we ever go to Haldanos, I shall make sure to have a spa day. We should do that. Sounds like fun. I wonder if they have spas here. That sounds fun. Hmm. That would be most relieving. Although I always feel like if I relax too much, I might just die at this point, so, you know. Uh, I feel kind of like we might just fall apart. Like, the only thing yeah. holding us together is stress these days. Yeah, like dolls, you know, just my head will pop okay. off and... Yeah. You know, I think I, I actually want to act my age for a moment. Presents. I have presents to give you. Yes! yes I'm you sorry, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, let's do presents. We have presents for you too. Presents uh, are fun. First of all... Um... I never apologise for acting your age. Yes. A bit of, there's a, it's about this point that speaking people acting their age, uh, little Corzin comes down with the uh, uh, with the ship. Okay, so uh, if I set up like this, then you see it'll make the little smokes uh, when you, you pull the cannons and <laughs> see. It only happens sometimes, not when I'm on my own, but sometimes when I bring it out, it happens. Mm. It's a mystery. <laughs> no one perfect. knows how it happens. <laughs> the there's um, 
the, sh- the you see Saran the the pieces are still out like the silver piece uh, the silvery pieces she just tweaks a couple of them and you hear echo faintly from the um from the deck of the tiny ship the sound of like a ship or battle like blades clashing and uh, and such very impressive Allison catches her eye and uh, gives her a wink (laughs) do you want to get the uh, honey cakes Yes, I, suppose, I suppose we're not having those. <clears throat> Pulls out three scented suitcases, takes out a slim sort of um, wooden, thin wooden box, uh, sliding it back, and there are uh, within six uh, little little cakes. Uh, they are stamped with uh, uh, Haldanic markings on top, and uh, have uh, and just appear to be these nice little like bright yellow little cakes um not quite like like sort of solid cakes almost looking at them Uh. pause and looks up at them can i uh can i have one they uh, he looks up at you uh causing uh causing will uh look over uh is it all right (laughs) he can have three of them i mean they're his All right, go on, help yourself. Little Corzin does indeed pull out three of the six, put them to one side, and thinking about it, pushes the other three to the three of you. Aww. Um, And looks up at um, at Saran and Clara. Do you want want one? I'm fine. It's okay, you have it. I do. You sure? But you should have them. They're yours. Little Corzin merrily starts biting into them. Um, If you do try the honey cakes... Yes. They they do actually have a honey center. Oh. Like they're these lovely sort of like um, they're a little bit like glutinous rice cakes, but oh. like hard baked, uh. so a crunchy exterior and just that honey, honey, and also um, these are oh, what are these spiced with? I think these might be saffron spiced actually. Mm. They're bright yellow. That yeah, sense. yeah, they're saffron spiced as well. So there's a little, Fun. A little and, and when are them. you publishing the recipe book for this this podcast? <laughs> Yes, I would like one. Oh, when I make the recipies. This one, for uh, most of my recipes come from Table Fables. This one didn't. Yay, Table Uh, Fables. This is just something I've eaten at one point, I think. Find me a recipe. Uh, So, as uh, as Little Corson is busy consuming... um, Too many rice cakes for his size. And playing uh, playing with this little thing. Oh, he can manage it. He's a halfling. That's true. Uh, Halfling metabolism. Um, Yep. The uh, Clara says, uh, "Okay, so which way do we round do we want to do this? Um, one from me, one from you, or that makes sense? Yeah, let's do okay. that. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> so uh, well, I guess that's one from me. The little, of course, okay. Jamie. Well, I bought you this ridiculous pile of science books. Oh, bang! <laughs> the table. <laughs> she looks in. Oh, that's well, that's an eclectic mix." Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing with science books. It turns no, out. No, I love reading. That's that's uh, that's actually great. <laughs> Good. Hopefully, there's a bunch of useful stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, I asked about herbs and things. So that's fantastic. Uh, oh, do we have any chemistry? Roland, this is Roland. See if you got if you've got a chemistry textbook. They in were there. slightly random science books, as I recall. Oh no, there is a there is a treatise in here. I think I may be able to. Okay, yes. 
Uh, sorry, I'm doing a lot of, <coughs> lot of alchemy these days, uh, so it's it's uh, useful to keep up on the chemistry side as well. Excellent. It's really, there's a lot. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of interesting things, but uh, I haven't been back to Jover in a while, so. <coughs> we, we, we can probably help you with that if you oh, want. Oh yes. Would she know about that by now? I think she was there for, for initial teleportation, so yes, she does. Yes. I think, yeah. You know, uh, that might be useful. Hmm. Uh huh. Depends. I have my own way of getting around. Yeah. Honestly, I um, well, we the office probably, always there if you need it. We should probably pop back soon anyway. I give little cause in side eyes and look back at cause Yeah. We should do that kind Tonight. of soon. Uh, I was thinking sooner, because if I run out of spells before we do it... Oh shit, yeah. I'd rather run out of spells in a fight and have to improvise than not be able to get them causing safety out. We should, um... If we're only going back once before things get weird, maybe we should talk to Courage as well. Yeah. Makes sense. Just in case, you know? Yeah. In case he wants to. I I would hate to not ask him. Don't think he's up yet, but we'll talk. Yeah. Yeah, Courage is doing the night shift. Yeah. Um, you, Clara smiles as she like carefully puts the books, like moves the books aside. Um, okay. Uh, uh, Scamp or Cousin? Who, who wants theirs first? Uh, Scamp, you go. Actually, I didn't want to say. I totally want to go next. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this is for you. She reaches into the bag. You see, Sharon roll her eyes and sigh as um. Okay, so this is about. I want to say like, hold up, I got a, I've got a ruler in here somewhere. and give you an exact measurement. Okay, I want to say this thing is about eight inches on a side. Um, so she produces a curious little cube made uh, from a series of plates of different material that seem to slide around a little bit as she moves at one of them to show. Um, They are made from gold, silver, jade, polished cinnabar, uh, polished bronze. The silver and bronze have both been polished, so they're shining as opposed to tarnished, and onyx. Um, You've never seen one, but it very much resembles a Rubik's Cube but the kind of Rubik's Cube that might be made for royalty, based on the oh, sheer wow. number of precious materials. Uh, <clears throat> that's very pretty. Yes. Some might have thought it was the centerpiece of the Ogwai collection. <laughs> well, they didn't have a use for it. Yes, and they wanted to impress you with their generosity. Yes, yeah, so I'm being generous. <laughs> Jeez. You see, Sir, Sir Anne, like, wins a little as... What was probably for her is probably a house. <laughs> it was casually given away by a, by by an eight-year-old. <laughs> oh. but, What's it uh, do? What's it for? It's, it's pretty. Uh, it's a puzzle box. Um, <gasps> I would. I thought you might enjoy it. I haven't, I haven't taken a sh- crack at it myself. Um, but the and the ogres went really good at the at, at solving it they never managed to they never really managed to solve it so uh, there could be anything inside or nothing either they, is fa- exciting they yeah they they um uh 
Cao Chun, uh, Cao Chu, sorry, said that um, it was, uh, I suppose, the closest to that would be an heirloom. Uh, they'd stolen it, well, their ancestors had stolen it. <sighs> okay, so they didn't keep written records, it's all oral history, so the dates get a bit confused. Mm. But some number of centuries ago, from the emperor... She shrugs a little as if as if frustrated by the lack of historical... As I understand it, there's been a few of them, empresses too. Yes, they were a little focused on deeds of valour in acquiring it. I heard six stories of different ogres fighting and d- killing people and dying to re- retrieve it. So anyway, it was the part of a treasure hoard from a, uh, from a, a really powerful... Jungfer back in the day. But um, anyway, they've had that for centuries, supposedly from the Emperor. Some might say it was worth, what is the phrase, a few bob, I think. <laughs> we don't count with bobs. Certainly looks it. Fine. <clears throat> anyway. Anyway. Um. Just thought it might be something fun for you to do. Yeah. I'm going to try and get into it almost immediately. Cool. Roll me an intelligence check. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a lot of these over a long period of time. 14. How long How long do you spend on it? I mean, not a huge amount of time because Clara's here. Yeah, Clara's here. You, over the course of like this whole conversation... You start, you shift and rotate the panels around, and you actually manage to get one side almost half, like uh, about half full of one colour. And then, and you notice that the next side over is also part mm. full of a lot of the one colour. And you kind of, and you think from rotating this that the goal is probably to try and get all of the colours on one side, <laughs> like all of the co- like one colour on each side. Uh, this is fun. Makes a good noise when yeah. you turn it. Good clicking. Yeah, keep me appraised of whenever you try and solve that then, please. I will do. It'll probably be every night. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, then I may ask you for an intelligence check each night. That is fine. That. I'm so up for this. <laughs> this is very cool. fun. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, that's uh, Skimps. Alright, somebody else's turn. Oh, mine. I, I mean, mine's along uh, similar lines, but more books. Oh, Different books. <laughs> yeah, these ones are geography. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, and you see Saran also looks quite interested as well. Uh, as you pass them over, Clara opens and takes a leaf. Well, you've been covering a lot of ground or so, <sighs> it would seem, so these might well come in handy. It really will. It's a lot easier to get... F- the way I'm, I've been used to travelling, it's a lot easier to get from... I suppose thematically linked places. Ooh. Uh, I can get between mountains on different sides of the world if I'm in a mountain. If I'm on a mountain very easily. Uh. I had to get... We had to get to a city before I could get here. Oh. Weirdly dreamfold logic. That makes a lot of sense. So you need to know where there are other things that are similar that are near to things that you want. So if you're in a mountain, you want to find a mountain near a city. Right. <sighs> That's Saran really fun. Shudders. That place is a 
literal nightmare. Oh, did you see the Fingerwoods? The what? Never mind. You didn't. (laughs) Never mind. Yeah, best avoided then. The bazaar was nice. The bazaar's a bit too nice, isn't it? Yeah, Clara nods a little. I've had that problem before. Mm Hmm. Uh, Fighty, who's been cheerfully out here just eating bowl, uh, a few bowls of porridge uh, up to this point, walks up. Hmm. That's actually where I r- ran into them. Uh, I was doing a little bit of uh, business with the old family, and uh, <sighs> and uh, I noticed, and, and I heard them uh, over t- uh, talking about trying to fight, uh, about trying to get hold of. Uh, uh, I think it was useless. Uh, uh, sorry, <laughs> I think it was useless year actually, and I recognised the name. Thought that's a pretty distinctive name. <laughs> Went over, saw if you knew each other. Turned out you did. Ah, yeah. uh, you all ended up meeting up. That's fun. Yeah, talk, brought him back to. Um, well, I knew the way to get back to uh, uh, Thunder's Watch, uh, where I'd been doing a bit of work. Uh, so we hopped from there to here. Mm. Brilliant. Excellent. Well, you don't I'm glad happen you to have any uh, relatives by the name of Bitey, do you? Bitey? Uh, yeah, that would be my... Thinks back. Grand uncle? Once removed? Huh. Interesting. I, I think we maybe uh, came across someone who, uh, who knew them, and I wondered if it was uh, if it was a family naming convention. I mean, that would be... Oh, it's a, co- it's a fairly common name amongst the uh, Gubbinswicks. Uh, I'd be impressed if they'd met, uh, if they'd actually met Bitey. I mean, uh, he he went into the Wastes, um, what, 600 years ago now? Oof. Into the Wastes? Sorry, uh, family term. When you, um, when you get adapted enough, you can't come back to this world anymore. Oh, I see. That's when you eat too much of the food, isn't it? We don't eat a lot of the food, but after a few hundred years, you breathe in enough of the air, it'll do it. Wow. Okay. Um, that makes sense. All right. Wow. Oh, it's... Frankly, if something else doesn't kill us first, we all end up that way eventually. You're very cavalier about this. Of course you are. You'll fight your Gubbinswick. <laughs> I mean, how often do you think of death or the equivalent? Like, what if you, got t- what if you knew one day you are going to get turned to stone? Uh... <laughs> just he laughs a little bit too loudly and just puts it in their hands. <laughs> oh, it's been a weird, weird week. It's been such a weird week. Yeah, I was right, uh, uh, <laughs> turning to stones a little, little close to home at the moment. <laughs> uh, sorry to hear it. If, uh... It's alright, I'm fine now. I got better. <sighs> well, I'm glad it's. Uh... Could have been worse. Uh, could have been worse. You could have come up against one of those mad bastards who actually keeps cockatrices. Unless that's actually what happened. Um, not this time. No. Um, this time it was sort of distilled venom in a dart from a bank vault. Clara coughs and nods. Olga used to make that. That's why she kept the uh, cockatrices. Uh, fucking nasty. Of course. Oh. She's not the only one. Hmm. The. The, there's a nod, uh, a nod from Saran. Indeed, well, the uses it's effective. Indeed, where I come from, a good alchemist is worth their weight in silver, and a good and a good poisoner is worth their weight in gold. Ah, sounds uh, similar to where I'm from. <laughs> promotion is 
by merit up to a certain point. And then it very often becomes a case of uh, dead ministers' hats. Yeah. Yes, merit so far and then murder thereafter, I see. Hmm. Well, the most meritable person is promoted uh, up a step, but after a certain point, the appointments are for life. Right, so job security at any rate. It's scary, though. Yeah, kind of not so much in the life security, though. No. Hmm. Mm. Yes, my... My patron's wife attempted to have me reassigned as her food taster, amongst <laughs> other things. Oh, wow, yeah, that would have done it, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I could count on the fingers of one hand uh, the number of people I've been personally acquainted with who were wealthy enough to have needed, much less employed, a food taster. <laughs> and it's not a job you give to someone you like, is it? Mm. Pretty sure my lot had food tasters. Well, the let's just say I took a few revenges upon the Chitsi on my way out. Not just the uh, wardrobe. She smokes a little. <laughs> mm. I had the I had the court wizard uh, give her. Is it, what kind of pox is it? Is it the great pox, you said, here? <laughs> yeah, great pox. Is that bad? Uh, it's uh, syphilis. Oh! Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. The, yes, the court wizard has syphilis, so I convinced him to seduce her. <sighs> That's quite nasty, isn't it? Yeah, Chitsi doesn't try to get me killed. Wow. That is a lovely place you've got there. Really nice. Yeah. This is intense. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, not to piss you life. off. <laughs> yeah, court life. I wasn't going to try and kill her. No, no that's nice You'd be more of you. underhanded Very than that big. if you're posh people, haven't you? As I understand it, the itching wouldn't have started until I was at least two weeks gone. <laughs> nope. Smart. <laughs> Clara's More like presents. Looking. Yes. Uh, right. So, so avoiding bringing the mood down any further. Um, <laughs> right. I've got a present for you, uh, cousin. So, uh, I guess uh, happy birthday in advance for tomorrow. <laughs> um, Thank you. And uh, rifles around right in the back and produces a long tube of bamboo. Ooh. Uh, it seems to be stoppered up at one end, uh, but you notice there's a little hole at one end as well, and carefully pulls out paper uh, 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 several uh, uh, two large paper filled boxes that were probably taking up about half of one of the like a third of one of the suitcases oh, wow she unwraps one a little and you see a number of paper colored paper tubes with little conical ends uh, with dragons painted on them oh were these fireworks she nods yes oh. I... We're going to put these to such good use. Oh, fireworks I... are fun. Well, you've <laughs> always been such a fan of firearms. I thought you might enjoy the... Um... <clears throat> I thought you might enjoy uh, having a bit of a classical one. Hmm. Excellent. 
Oh, I, I can think of plenty of things worth celebrating, and uh, these will come in very handy. Thank you, Clara. Add a fire lance to your inventory. Fire lance. Uh, it? 600 foot range, but it's impossible to fire without disadvantage. Okay, one <laughs> 600 foot range almost at random. <laughs> <laughs> this is because this is not necessarily a intended this is more this is a firework launcher as rather uh, and uh, so rather than a, like a proper little handheld mortar um yeah so the you have 40 fireworks uh, mm -hmm. upon upon reaching that 600 foot limit or impacting something uh, they will explode uh, potentially dazzling or uh, potentially temporarily blinding uh, anyone nearby who fails a DC 11 con save, uh, dealing, uh, it's actually, they're actually quite low powered, so 2d6 fire damage within a 5 foot radius, but starting fires at the location, inflammable materials. And also producing some lovely, uh, uh visual effects. Excellent. Mm. Um, I was gonna say, Oh yes, I remember when I was a nipper. There was a Haldanic trader that sold a couple of these to um, uh, to my parents. It was the best full circle ever. Oh, <laughs> try. Saran uh, points to one that's got a yellow stripe. There, sh there are three of these in here. Uh, they are save them. They're good ones. They're called fear. <laughs> fear. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> we, for, for a number of years now, we've uh, come bonfire night. We bought this the same really different, like sad little box of fireworks. Yeah, like shops. like a shitty little box of fireworks. Yeah. And there's always one called fear, and it's just so underwhelming. Yeah, <laughs> like all of them. It, it's always fun because all of the fireworks have these like slightly fancy names, like you know, I don't know, exploding emerald. Or Ruby Rush or whatever, and then one of them Ruby is just fear. fear. <laughs> uh. um, and it's the, it's always the shittest one as well. They yeah. build it up. It's terrible. It's wonderful. Yeah. So you have thirty-seven normal firework fireworks uh, work, work rockets, three rockets of fear. Tell me when you use the fear of once. Okay. Um. Yeah, sorry, I'm running out of space to uh, write That's all right. this. This is all yeah. good. Alright, fine. Yeah. I can remind you those stats of the... Uh, That's cool, thank you. Well. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, Clara, the, um, the offer I made uh, to go out and get a large plate of pasta still stands, but until then, I thought you might enjoy this, and Corson will um, pass over the table the, um, the pasta extruder. <laughs> you can make your oh. own. <laughs> thank you. That's lovely, thank you. Hugs. <laughs> you can have pasta everywhere. <laughs> Maybe someday when we're not at war, we can take some time to make sandcastles. I would like that. I'm sure there's uh, plenty of people who would like that, but yeah, we'll definitely do that. I'm not confident I've ever made a sandcastle. Well, then you'd better come with us then. Yes. Change that. Uh, little Corson can teach you all. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds lovely. Oh, we're so busy. <sighs> yeah. We'll 
find time. We'll find we will. time. Because it's important. Yeah. And because everything will be fine, and there'll be time to make sandcastles later. Saving the country is important, but so are sandcastles, and I'm sure everyone will agree. Yeah, yeah. definitely. With Made enough sandcastles. I look at Saran. Saran. Like, <laughs> Wei Jun was um, uh, was landlocked. Well, you've come make sandcastles too. Then those are the rules. Sorry, I don't make them. <laughs> As you, I think you'll enjoy say. them. There's uh, plenty of uh, scope to be creative. Clara smiles. So, um, I guess I should actually get you all to fill me in on. And at this point, you see Molly step down, uh, come into the galley. <clears throat> Captain, uh, should keep you. Uh, sorry to, sorry to bother you, love. I've Sorry, got a messenger happening? from Alton. Oh shit, what is it? Oh no, they're just asking you around for a uh, strategy meeting or something. Alright, oh, sorry, everything's right. online. When are they having it? Uh, 15 minutes or so, so once you've uh, once you've finished up uh, breakfast, I'm probably, you're probably going to have to head over there. Mm. Okay. There you are, thank you for informing me. And um, please uh, ensure that our uh, guests have... Um, uh, quarters assign them right I guess uh, well we can certainly uh, work something out um, I might have to I might have to kick uh, might have to kick Celestia into Scamp's room to free something up oh but... sorry, I, they can have my room but let's not put them in Celestia's okay I'm, Scamp I'm kicking you out of your room to put you in Celestia's then cool it's got to be that person one... No one deserves that. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Flighty chuckles. <laughs> it's improved a bit since I was sick in it loads. It's fine. <laughs> it is full of musical instruments. Every time the ship moves, it makes a noise. I find like it soothing. Concert on the seas. <laughs> Flighty uh, pipes up. Oh, shame my uh, my old cabin's uh, not available, but. Uh, be nice to take a, a stroll of the decks again. Uh, by the way, uh, my last offer uh, still. Oh, <coughs> sorry. <laughs> by the way, my last offer still holds. Uh, if you've got, got any materials uh, that are worth um, me taking work on, I can. Oh. Yeah, if I find the right place to work overnight, so to speak, I might be able to uh, do you an overnight job. Ooh, I may well be able thread. to um, take you up on that, but we'll uh, talk more of this anon. Yes, okay. you've got some, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I've got some dream thread I've not been able to do anything with. Huh. Uh, right. Yeah, as I said, uh, I think I gave you my fee before. Um, yeah, what, what was it? Work on it. I think it was two, uh, it was two grand. Two grand. Uh, if, you can, if you can lay your hands on that, uh, or you know, something of that effect... Something of that value. Then I can probably... Uh, then I should be able to do that as an overnight job. I think we can stretch to that. We'll talk about it. I, I think um, depends what the uh, the situation is after we've um, finalised the ship, which, as you can see, probably is um, is going to be uh, delayed for a bit. But... I don't know where we're going to get it repaired. So like Sorry, it looks like they've turned, taken a spot or two of uh, of bubbling. By the way, I like the new paint job. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it matches up to the to the sails. 
also matches this, so just drew the colour piece. Speaking of which, actually, it's been a long night. Um, a little bit of a uh, little bit of time to rest and maybe peer through some of these books would be appreciated. Of yes, course. give me somewhere to sleep. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> it's good. It's so good to see you again. Really nice Likewise. to see you too. I'm sorry we have things to do, but it's at okay. least there's, there's lots of time. Hopefully I can stick around for a little this time. I would like that. I... You're very welcome to help. We've got a bit of a busy day. Yeah. Once oh, you've had a rest, get some rest. Help for yeah, whatever bit so. you want to. Keep me, just keep me filled in, okay? All right. Of course. And in any case, I'm just happy to have us all in one place again, actually. I can't tell you how much it means. We missed you. Yeah. yeah. We missed you too. <laughs> I gotta say, I've missed this. Uh, I've missed you. It's been a, it's been a busy few weeks. I missed you too, you weirdo. <laughs> I've never met you, but you seem nice. I missed you too. Ah. I thought of you every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully we'll have plenty of time to get to know each other. Does she a tall crack a smile like she even does. slightly? She no, she does. It's slight, but she does a little bit. <laughs> Got you. Oh, just uh, clarifying from before. Um, yes. Is this woman uh, human or? Uh, a... Yes, she is human of um, uh, of East Haldanic origin. So. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was uh, human or goblinoid. No, no, no. Uh, so fine. shared naming conventions because of the culture in the area. But, right. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah. But human. Excellent. I remember that she's human because I'm gay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> 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 that cheerful noise. Uh, you finish off uh, your your porridge. And get ready to head to uh, find out, to figure, to essentially determine your mission for the day. But we're going to pick up and find out what that is after these, no doubt important, messages. Oh yay, oh yay. The Mayor's Office of New Old Mark recommends all citizens fortify themselves against Osirian infiltrators or spies. Liking, sharing, and subscribing to Flintlocks and Fireballs and supporting their Patreon is every citizen's civic duty. The Mayor's Office would also like to reassure citizens that once the current crisis has passed, I shall be allowed to resume my gossip column. And welcome back. So, you make your way, finishing up uh, your breakfast, you make your way out and of the, well, you make your way onto a little longboat. <laughs> And get rowed to the uh, to the shoreline uh, to the piers, whereupon you make your way to the battery. Within the bastion, then uh, battery. Damn it, you got me saying it now. Within Sorry. the battery, <laughs> uh, you find the council uh, as bef- assembled as before. Uh, Governor uh, Esther Stumpf, uh, grey blue skinned uh, orc woman, governor of, uh, of Newmark. Uh, Jan House. Um, so again, kind of uh, greyish-skinned, uh, orc, reddish, uh, red, red and yellow outfit, uh, the minister of the area, and of course uh, uh, Fidelity uh, Peters, the uh, cleric of St. Purity, uh, human, uh, uh, human woman, more uh, uh, paler skin, more somberly dressed, uh, and the three members of the Bell Founders you've met before, 
Uh, Hannah, Hannah Solomon, uh, dark-skinned human woman, financier. Jacob Lamb, uh, sort of ruddy-skinned um, human man, fat, jowly, sandy hair. Uh, seems to be a merchant, kind of does a lot of... Uh, seems to seems to have a few informants around as well. Has, partly, has at least partly slipped into the role of, uh, of uh, Spymaster. And uh, Torfast Scorch, the uh, yellow-grey-skinned orc uh, captain, uh, who is, as I recall, has, I think I said, a, an orangey beard, uh, which is burnt off uh, on one side. Oh, no. On the left, uh, on the left cheek. It's a, it's a burnt sky he's had since you've met him, though. Oh, yes. I've forgotten. I thought that yeah, was, like, uh, new he's, from he's recent got a, things. He's got so a bit of terrible. patchy. No, it's, his beard is a <laughs> bit patchy and missing on one side. Um... So, with that in, uh, so and also of course there is Alton Apple Blossom, uh, and a figure you've not really met before, uh, actually, because I repeatedly forgot to introduce her. So we're going to say that she's busy, been busy. Uh, a human woman, uh, short cut brown hair, dusky skin, brown eyes, kind of like an eagle beaked prominent nose, like really like sticks out if you had to pick a facial feature. Um, dressed in the uh, kind of black, um, it's really yeah, like a sort of blackish uni- uh, black uniform of uh, the former city, well, of the current city watch. The city watch still exists; they've just been folded into the uh, into the militia. Uh, and she looks uh, out at uh, she looks up as uh, you enter. And uh, Alton kind of speaks up. Ah, right, uh, Captain uh, uh, Captain Sook. Uh, forgive me. These are the um, these are the uh, crew members of the Kraken's Bane uh, we've been talking about. Corzin uh, Horace, Cap- uh, Captain Corzin Horace, uh, Celestia Stardust, uh, Shantyman uh, uh, Scamp here. Hi. Um, this is uh, Watch Captain uh, Nabila Sook. Uh, and uh, she and I have actually been sharing duties on, on uh, managing the uh, troop side of things. Oh, I'm glad that's, uh, that you get to sleep sometimes. <laughs> there, there's a, a slight sniff from uh, Captain Sook. Sometimes. Forgive me, we have not met up until this point. I have been leading patrols in the city when these meetings have been called for the most part. That is fair enough. Lovely to meet you. She nods stiffly. I'm sure the people here who could sleep slept sounder knowing that. Mm. I understand it was your ship that was attacked in the uh, last night. Yeah. That's right. Hmm. Yeah, we made ourselves a target a little bit really, didn't we? Yeah, not a hundred percent if they were going for the ship or us, but if I had to guess, I'd say us. The uh, apple blossom looks at it. If I were them, I'd have tried to hit both. Yeah, but if I wanted to hit the ship, I'd have not bothered waiting until we came out. Collectively speaking, they uh, do represent a significant magical asset uh, for for our forces. I see. At this point, there's a knock behind the door, on the door behind, and two last latecomers arrive. Uh, one you have met before. Uh, you see the arrival of 
Uh, Edine Masseyev, uh, the, for want of a better term, right-hand man of Azra mm. uh, in the Dead Eyes. Uh, dark, uh, similar sort of dark ferocious skin, well-shaped and cut beard. Um, he's dressed in com- in sort of well-presented, comfortable clothes. He has um, like a not-too-frilly sort of long coat on. And there's a moment when he comes in and there's a slight stiffness to both him and the watch captain <laughs> as they lock eyes for a moment. Uh, as I said, we are uh, employing local uh, local resources uh, on this one, Captain. I see. Unless you have a better alternative, of course. There's a moment where she seems to hesitate, but nods. Well, I am glad that your uh, patriotic duty has come to the fore. We need every hand we can get. We do. Nods. Indeed, we do. Um, uh, and you see another figure walking behind who you don't exactly recognise. There is a woman that uh, you, none of you have actually met before. Um, or at least not with any features that you recognise. She does appear to have the pale skin and dark hair of uh, someone from Meadmere. Um, but no face exactly you recognise. She is dressed. God, you're just gonna leave it there for yeah, a second. But no I face. Had a horrible no face oh my that god! You uh, this becomes a different meeting <laughs> if that's just happened. No, she, uh, she is wearing. Uh, uh, she she is wearing uh, some warm workers' clothes, like you might find uh, for for a factory uh, uh, for a factory uh, worker, and a flat cap, which she tips on entering. The uh, sunset girls send their regards. Oh, hello. Yeah, mm. she gives you a little wink. Send ours back, will you? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, not a course that there's any official. Uh, Association, she says to the cat, watch captain. You, anything you might have heard is a rumor. Yes, yes, I get it. Shut up. <laughs> right then, uh, with that in mind, let's get things underway. So, according to the information that we received uh, from the Kraken's uh, Bane uh, a couple of days ago, we are expecting an attack likely across the river by uh, by land forces uh, sometime tomorrow. Did you have any luck getting a better time exactly on when that will be? You didn't. Mm, not yet. No, you only got the no date. we haven't. No, but uh, if you uh, give me 20 minutes at some point, I can give that a crack. I think that would be wise. Uh, by all means, uh, obviously, uh, thinks for a moment says, Obviously, it'll depend upon your uh, scrawling in a position when they're where where they have a conversation where where they aren't in their sanctums. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, but you know you've been pretty lucky up to this point, so that let's hope. Let's hope it holds. Now, uh, with that in mind, we that mean if they are not likely, frankly, uh, we don't think that they're going to be trying to just take the island. Uh, number one of which is. He gestures to Torfast, who speaks up. I'd say number one, of which is they don't have the ships for it. Since uh, that Stunyapol took down uh, two of their frigates and uh, the Relentless, well, they can uh, 
They can match the defenses we've got, but as long as we hold the battery, uh, we've, uh, we have a defensive advantage if they come to us. Same holds true for Fort Beatrix. We try and sail on them, they can shoot back. And so happens, the two, uh, the two forts don't quite overlap in their uh, range of fire. There's a point in the middle where they could attack both, and you don't want, neither side is going to want to pitch a battle there. Point is, though, they don't have enough uh, ships to, to to fully support an invasion. That's why they'll be waiting for reinforcements, same as uh, the uh, your same as your red sailed friends were expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what they might try and do is a raid, if they've got some other targets in mind. Uh, they're likely going to have to bring everyone on over uh, over on boats. With the width, with the distance, uh, the width of the rivers being what they are, if they cross at their shortest points, that could take two minutes, three minutes if they go a little bit longer. They'll be in rowboats. I don't know if you've ever tried to uh, attack a position on land from a rowboat. I haven't, but it doesn't sound good. Normally, you need to, you kind of need to stand up to reload a musket. Yeah, so while they're moving, they'll be defenseless. Well, also. not defenseless. They'll still fire back a bit, but uh, let's just say their their ability to do so will be severely hampered. If That's we can find where they're uh, planning on crossing, we can hopefully blow them out of the water. Well, I mean, it occurs to me that we can fly. Indeed. This is true. Getting on top of rowboats and just flinging stuff down at them doesn't sound like a terrible strategy. Gestures to a map laid out in the centre of the table. Now, all said and done, we are ex- we have a sense that they're probably going to come over uh, fra- across the River Hound from the east. The reason is, he, sh- he points to the battery, battery can fire- was designed to fire out to sea, and it was built before the city c- got built up. So, because of the shape of the land, we can fire on the uh, on the uh, far bank of the West River, which is uh, what we did last night when you sent to uh, Alton about uh, the artillery strike that was happening. Mm-hmm. Good call, uh, good call, sending for help there. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem is we can't do this. The battery can attack the eastern, uh, uh, the eastern banks of the Hound on account of there's all the buildings that have been built over the way. Mm. Of course, that wasn't a problem before, because Fort Beardrix could cover it. Mm. Right. Okay. So, how far up the river uh, are you capable of firing? We can fire uh, one mile for, uh, maximum range from the battery. Uh, so we can cover all of the bit down the... Uh, West River that they'd be likely to, to ford at. Hmm. Which means that, but they can strike pretty much anywhere except the mouth of the River Hound with uh, pretty much free reign. What we've got to avoid is them taking down the battery. Yeah, we lose the it battery, sounds like... We lose wh- the city. Exactly. If, they, if it comes to a ship battle, we want the battery. Yeah. yeah now, it... uh, you might be about to suggest... Sorry, go on. You, you, you say first. I was going to say, if um, if the battery can uh, cover a mile up river, it might be worth deploying what ships we have to act as um, floating gun platforms, essentially. 
if we can cover any point at the uh, river they're likely to be able to cross at, we should be able to um, uh, catch them if they try. That was uh, my very much the same thoughts in my end. However, being as they have a fleet of their own, it is likely that uh, when we bring our ships out, and we should do that, they will bring their own ships out to uh, harry us. If we're smart about it, and if they're smart about it, that unless we try... We're, we're in a bit of a stalemate there. We can't afford to go up to them to try and take their ships down because they've got some Fort Beardricks. They can't afford to come up right next to us because we got the battery. But what we can do, what they can do and what we can do is go towards the edges of the uh, area protected by our forts, their cannon range, and fire at each other from there. Skirmishing, if you will. Mm. And we're going to have to... If uh, I suspect that when they make their uh, move, they're going to tie up our ships with their ships. Mm. Which unfortunately means we ain't going to have floating uh, gun batteries. We also right. can't afford to lose any ships or get too damaged because we don't have a dry dock and they're coming soon. Exactly. That, uh, that, that about sums it up. Ugh. So, unfortunately, as I, from uh, the naval perspective... The ships are uh, not going to be a major factor in this. They're going to be busy. We're, our ships are going to have to be busy keeping their ships from doing the same to us. Mostly land. All right. Well, it seems like that the uh, the land troops are the one advantage they maybe have at this uh, moment. So whatever we can do in order to take that from them needs to be our top priority. If we're evenly matched at sea, we have to even the odds back on land. We've got to get those repeaters. Yeah, that's that way. That'll take their numbers down. That's a lot of what we've been thinking. Uh, the narrowest point is going to be the uh, the eastern edge of Bow, which is the closest point in the river. Uh, it's about two hundred feet. Uh, they're they're about to cross. Oh, sorry, it's about three hundred feet. Sorry, three hundred feet to cross over. Uh, mm-hmm. So they can do that in two minutes flat. Is there any uh, way we can make it harder for them to cross? Uh, anything that'll, uh, anything that can screw up the rowboats would help. Uh, big fucking illusion? I was gonna say, um, anything that, um, makes just navigating that much harder would be, um, worthwhile. That'd make a big make the difference. river look like it's in a different place, that'd be pretty confusing. Hmm. Okay, I can do a mile square, um... You can also hmm. fill it with screaming mouths and teeth. I can that, do that as well. To that freak might them also out. make it a little yeah, bit less. We all we we need that, that's still there, um, half a mile up river. Mm, whoops. <laughs> uh, but the thing is that that's an option. We could make it look like the river's in a different place. We could make it look like there's several rivers, none of them in the place where the actual river is, and they're all full of screaming mouths. Well, that's certainly something we can do. Uh, obviously, they'll know the real river's there, but that's bound to can give them a lot of confusion. So I mean, they'll know it's there, but it'll be hard to actually physically find it. Uh, they'll still be rowing blind and hopefully visible to us. Yeah. Also, judging side. when they're across the river, judging when they're getting into the river, it's, it's going to add a layer of confusion. Across the table, the watch captain nods stiffly. I, I approve. Large-scale magics are... Something we have been lacking. Here. Also, I could make us less visible. Uh, if I can do a whole mile square, I can fuck with the river and also give us some stuff to hide behind. It wouldn't be actual cover, but it would mean that they wouldn't have visibility on us. 
If you can hide where the gun positions appear to be, or make them appear like they are in a different place to where they are, even if they know it's an illusion, they won't know what um, uh, the range of um, fire that we actually have is. So they're either likely to be more um, cautious, or they're more likely to be caught out. That's very true. Yeah. Um, don't we also have a whole bunch of troops that don't need to breathe? The uh, Adine? In point of fact, yes we no. do. Shit. I like where you're going with this. Because, I mean, there must be some points in the river that aren't quite as um, deep or where we can make it shallower. We could hide them in the river. Because the thing is, if we if we hide the river and we have our soldiers that don't need to breathe under the water, that's a pretty fucking good element of surprise we could have there. It yeah, takes away get... their ability to use, like, powder weapons, but, like, some of them... Like disrupting the boats, that could be. I really like your good. thinking. Yeah. If we can get those uh, troops in the river and have them capsize the boats on the way over there, any um, uh, force that even makes it to the opposite side is going to be um, badly compromised and uncoordinated. Also, you know what that is? That's scary, which is good. Yes. Mhm. I like I hmm. unconventional, but I can see it working. It all depends on how deep the river is and you how good they us. are at swimming. You don't really get us involved if you want something conventional, Dalek. <laughs> but if we've got to bear in mind, they might do something similar if they've they've equally got troops what aren't breathing. Mm. Well, yes, they might. They might also they might also have less if we can arrange it before tomorrow. If we can sort that, that would be really useful. It'd be a game changer. The Meadmarish woman speaks up. I feel I should mention the, uh, there is another asset they have on this, uh, have over on this side. What's the, that? The fire starters. Yeah. They're going, Yeah. they uh, are going to be able to provide support. We have a lead. Mm-hmm. Go on. We, though, we've not got the precise location, but... Somewhere, we believe, uh, somewhere in Bow, likely towards the eastern edge of Bow. There, they may well be there. Some, some of the people we uh, talked to heard uh, some sort of large flapping creature or something. Yep, we know the one. That's what attacked the dry dock. On one of the buildings around there. They couldn't tell us exactly which one, and if they're smart, they've probably moved a bit, but. A vague location is better than none. Really is. It I is. imagine they can fucking sanctum, can't they? As I see it, though, says Al Alton, you're, you're, this is going to come down to a choice for you then. We can. We've got. Uh, right now, we've got two special units let's call you now we can either try and I guess we can try and leave uh, uh, up to you, where you what, what you want to I suppose up to us as a council what we want to do with the pair of you uh, but I'd say as far as you're concerned Captain then you need there's a lot of captains in this room anyway uh, as far as, far as, uh, as you, you're concerned I think you need to make a choice here because you've only got so much daylight. 
Mm. Are you going to try and track down these fire starters? Or are you going to try and do something about, you know, the... Uh, uh, the was it resurrectionists reanimators uh, at this point Jacob uh, the jowly merchant speaks up it's uh, the resurrectionists of the necromancers the rea- sorry, uh, the uh, reclamation corps are the uh, troops as a whole ah good to know my instinct is the reclamation corps because I think, I think yeah. a lot of our problem is numbers, isn't it? And I think we'll struggle to get near them when the fighting starts. Whereas once the fighting starts, maybe if we haven't done anything about the fire starters, that's our job. That, yeah. that should be our job personally. Although maybe. I'd like to get rid of those bloody ones with the fireballs as well. They were... Yes. They fuck off, yeah. Yeah, my instinct is Reclamation Corps needs to go down before the battle. Just because we have this advantage, well, it could be an advantage of having loads of dead soldiers ourselves, but if they also have some, our advantages cancel each other out, or they have more, and ours is pointless. Whereas if we can get a lot of a lot of other bodies, genuine advantage. Yeah. Also, hell, it might throw off the fire starters if they're still going. More targets. Also, a thing that everyone here should be aware of, we have uh, intelligence that suggests that a Colonel Tompkins is going to be leading the uh, the ground troops. He should be a target of high priority. Yeah, it's also, I suppose, if anyone knows anything about him, that's uh, helpful, because we can maybe try and get in his head a bit, figure out what he's doing. Captain Sue kind of, like, uh, sucks on her bottom lip in a manner that's not unlike the way Azra does it. <laughs> we have met in the past. Oh, Yeah. Tompkins is a very Austrian soldier. I believe he fought in the last uh, troubles in Halfland. Uh, and uh, when so he's used to urban warfare. Indeed, the it was the previous uh, station of the thirteenth. Before they were reassigned. Experienced then, alright. Okay. He is an un. I would describe him as both cultured but pitiless. Right. Okay. He. If he his attitude towards the massacres committed in Halfland were that they were disloyal to the crown and deserved everything they got. Alright, so he's arrogant. And deserves everything he gets. Is he afraid of anything? She thinks for a moment. I realise that's a weird question. I might want to send him a present in the night. Not the living dead. Yeah, probably not. Alright, so I've giving him... Uh... I've only met the man a few times directly. No, that's fair. It was a pretty niche question. I just thought I'd ask on the off chance. No, it's useful. I... Is he particularly religious? Goes to church on Sundays. Uh, was raised regency. Okay, that could be helpful. Uh... 
But not, not like that doesn't exist not anymore. a fanatic or anything. Sorry, what's that Sunday? <coughs> Goes to church on Regent's Day. Race <laughs> <laughs> uh, Regency. Sorry, none of us heard. Don't worry. <laughs> no, I, I did, but I I left it. Sorry. Yeah, we just I, we rewound. It didn't happen. Nobody heard. It's fine. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> good to know. Thank you. Just wondering about his dreams. Yeah. Have you seen him in action in terms of um, how he deals with uh, situations like this? We've had... Thanks for a moment. Explain how you mean how he deals. What information are you looking for? Well, if he's a experienced commander when it comes to urban warfare, does he favour... Um, going after the uh, military targets or is it scorched earth he I have not seen him in action uh, beyond hearing about work at the border against uh, Ashkin raids but as I understand it in Halfland he was a proponent of uh, scorched earth Right. Not so the he doesn't really value um, uh, civilian. civilians. Indeed. Right. Wow. Okay. No. Unfortunately, uh, one of the most effective means of um, subduing a population is random violence. I don't know how you would feel here. There are more orcs here than there were in Halfland. But the human woman says. Hmm. <laughs> Mm. You wouldn't trust no. him to spare anyone. Good to know. Right. So, as far as I see it, I need to do a scry to find out if we can get a better sort of time. Yes. Um. Get and some... disseminate that information as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some necromantic repeaters, if we can, um, and maybe send some pretty dreams. And maybe yeah. do what we had to do with uh, your wife and little one. Mm. Yes. I'm going to uh, be here organising some things while uh, I think when the fight comes, it's pretty much going to be split between me and the captain here. Uh, captain Suk here. Too many captains. Uh, <laughs> so our scrying rooms at your disposal. Uh, we've had it checked thanks to uh, the... Uh, individual who came over from the Sunset Girls. Oh, good. <sighs> Sanctum is still open, still up. Good. I should good. say. We were, we've made sure. So uh, that at least is nothing to is not to be worried about. Uh, just pass, pass anything to me and I'll make sure it gets to everyone who needs to know. Great. Wonderful. Otherwise, uh, I, uh, uh, he looks to, to Adin. Just make sure you've got your troops, uh, warm and cold, ready by tonight. We don't know what time they're going to go yet. And uh, we'll probably deploy you along the east, uh, along the east bank for now. Uh, as for you, uh, he looks to the Midmarish woman. I might 
I might suggest perhaps leaving us on task. If we have another night, to, day and night to look, we may be able to get you a their actual uh, permanent base of these fire starters. That would be very useful. Then we will do this for another day. Um, just on the off chance, concerned about using up spells. No one else about who can send, is there? There, I could certainly go around uh, my people. Yeah, if and, not, uh, don't worry. I uh, just... Actually, at this point, Fidelity raises a hand. I can also uh, arrange sendings as needed. It would probably only be the one, but just That's in good. case. I mean, if it's... Out of character, were we talking about this being tonight or tomorrow night? Because I thought it was tomorrow night. Tomorrow? At some point tomorrow... Okay, but we can probably sleep beforehand. Yes. Okay. At some point tomorrow, the battle will happen. Okay, cool. So... Oh, know. we probably don't need to worry then. I retract yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Doing magic today, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Da, 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 da. Uh, right then. Uh, uh, I feel like I was going to say... I feel like there's something we're missing that I was about to say at that point. Uh... You're dealing with this. They're dealing with that. There was... Damn it, I really was about to say something and I've actually completely forgotten yeah, it. It's okay. No, it's You've got right. a lot of plates. I can't you. remember if I've already said it or not. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm sure. Ah, whatever it is. If I think of it, I'll tell you. Yeah. All right. Right. Everyone get to your business. we got a lot of... Uh, got a lot of ground to cover. I'm going to keep training up uh, troops. Again, if you can get us any... If at any point you can get us more arms, equipment is lovely. A lot of the, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the. Actually, just so that you're all aware, uh, I should give you the update on our forces right now. Uh huh. That'd be useful. Just so that you've got them. No, that is one thing off. There we go. Uh, right. As far as we're concerned. We have, there we go, right, we've got about, uh, I'd say about a thousand troops that are armed up with those uh, rifles you got us, about a thousand more that are armed with uh, the uh, watchers' muskets and whatever else we could gather, uh, and then about 3,000 more that are basically armed with pots and pans, whatever they could grab. Then of course, right. we've got the, we got the uh, groups from the Dead Eyes. And you and the Sunset Girls around as uh, as support. That's so... that's our that's the sum totality of our of our land forces. So the Dead Eyes have okay. how many dead people? Uh, Adin pipes up up one hundred and actually no sorry you got twelve it's twelve per one hundred and forty four with the handlers call it around hundred and sixty. Cool. A little over half of our unit. Plus sunset girls. And uh, the mid-marish woman says, Obviously, just tell us who you need us to shank when the time comes. We will. Thank you. I mean, there was that talk about... There was that thought about talking to the bowstring boys, but it might be a bit late. Whatever you want to do, you've got... We've got... We at least have the day... Right, everyone's got their tasks. Hop to it. Right. Got it. The meeting is dismissed. 
So, uh, scrying first? Yeah. I think that's wise. Because if we can get them a location and a time, then they can set up trap. Alton, do you mind if we use your office? Uh, We've got to nope. use the, set, the scrying room. Uh, I was going to say, oh, use course. the scrying yeah. room. We've got the sanctum back up. You can't use the office for scrying. <laughs> All right. Uh, you head out to the scrying room. Um, how shall I word this? A handful of soldiers on the Show me the beginning of the battle for the bastion tomorrow? Battery. Um, Battery. Why not... Uh... By the way, as soon as we're in the scrying room, I'd like to be using message stones to talk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um... Why not show me the beginning of the ground forces attack tomorrow? Yeah, that would work. Yeah, and um, we want something that gives us an indication of time if we can. But... The sun is the best that I've got. Yeah. Right. I mean, there are some clock towers around. If yeah, before we go in, it. let's think about where the clocks are between us so that you know where to look. Yes, that's okay. a good idea. Uh, All right, are... well, we've got a map of the city. We do. There are clock towers. Uh... Okay, so there, are clock... there is a clock tower on the church of St. Stitch Farmer. Uh, there is a clock tower. I mean, there's not a clock tower, but... Uh... There is, I don't. There is actually a clock uh, at a clockmakers guild. Well, clockmakers. It's not guilds. Just uh, some clockmakers, um, which is on actually by the West Pier. It would be mm -hmm. uh, because they make timepieces for ships. Hmm. Uh, there is a clock on, and there is one clock on the East Piers, on the Harbour Master's office. Cool. Um, where did we think the battle was going to be? I'm sorry. Uh, east side, so they're likely on the east piers. Okay, so if I look for the one by the harbour master's office, that makes sense. Yeah, sounds good. Be able to help. Um, I mean, you can do a location, guy. Can you do a location? You can do a location. Yes. Can do a location. I, I could scry on that clock. But the thing is, then we won't see. We, what's we also want to know where. Yeah. yeah. We want to see everything. Okay, the fight. Um. So if I word it as, show me the beginning of the ground forces attack on Newmark tomorrow. Do we think that, that works? That sounds good. Um, I think that makes sense. I yes. can't think of anything else. No, not at the moment. So beginning... Or maybe we say... Yeah. <sighs> Show me when Colonel Tompkins begins the attack on Newmark tomorrow. What maybe if he might be in a sanctum. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, he could be uh, way back in the field command tent. Yeah, he could. You just get a perfect image of Tompkins going, Right! Execute the attack now! And then sitting back and drinking some tea with milk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I can't leave because I've said it on him. Yeah. <laughs> he spent ten minutes awkwardly watching Colonel Cotton. Awkwardly trying to work out if he has a pocket watch you. on him somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Reaching for oh, some crackers. No, oh, that'd be sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I sit down, um, take my weapons off as always, spin the eye, um, and say, show me the beginning 
of the ground forces attack on Newmark tomorrow? So the beginning of the ground forces attack. Okay. I hate when he does that. I've just got to. I've got to add this. Using the eye for future and past viewing is like genie wishing. I've got to pay attention to exact wording. Mm. I know you do. That's why I hate when you word it out because I'm like, what have we missed? Um, what have we missed? Mm-hmm. By the by, I've got two future tallies down. Have you got the same? I have now. Cool. Two future, one past. Yeah, that's what I've got. So, the beginning of the ground forces attack on a Cool. Pretty pretty clear where it is, so you're not going to get some random other ground force attack. You've willed this for the... Show me the beginning. I'm going to say, just as you're preparing to say it, it occurs to you, you haven't given it a direction in time. You said tomorrow. I said tomorrow. Yeah, said tomorrow. Oh, you said tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, you did yeah. say tomorrow. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I, I missed the word tomorrow. I was like, fuck. Yeah. We <laughs> no, said that's a very critical word. You said word. tomorrow. Yeah, you said. Multiple yeah. times. You said it back to us. Tomorrow. No, I, I actually realised I'd written it down and I'd forgotten to write the word tomorrow. I was like... That's an important factor. Yeah, that's an important factor. <laughs> so you beginning of the ground forces attack on you tomorrow. That that makes yep. it nice and clear. Thank you. Okay. Okay. You turn the spin the eye, and to you almost inta- instantaneously. You fall into the water. And very quickly a bubble comes before you. Okay, I guess I'm rolling the weather ahead of time. <laughs> so you told us to find a time as Alton. Yep. <laughs> you brought this on yourself. No, no. <laughs> I just I'm just doing it now instead of later. That's fair. So the weather will, unless you change the weather, the weather is going to oh fuck, be oh, set. Oh no. Okay. What is the weather doing? Oh, something God. that caused the DM to swear. <laughs> Fucking tornado or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, a hurricane. Um Yeah. Three sixes is a is an interesting roll. Oh no. You rolled six six six. Great. Oh god. <laughs> uh, this bodes well. <laughs> okay, so the weather tomorrow the weather tomorrow. That is max that, max that, max that. Somewhat oh, demonic. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, this is adding a whole extra layer to this, then. Oh, boy. Okay. As oh, boy, oh, boy. Step, uh, as the bubble... As you step into the bubble, you are able... You are, in a kind of ghostly way, immediately struck by um, a... Come on. Come on, sound effects. No, no, they're not. They're not playing with me today. Apparently, you are. Uh, you are immediately uh, struck by uh, a wave of rain uh, striking your face. Wind, rain, um, and although you're not really here, you get the sensation of cold, uh, of yeah, cold and cold. heat. It's actually not cold though. It is hot. It is warm rain splattering into and through, 
your face, which is really weird uh, as an experience. And sound like super heavy, is it? Uh, super heavy, and I do believe if I just get this thing to work. Fun fact: uh, dividing up the di- uh, dividing up the screen, like I've done on this device completely screws up my ability to select uh, different sound uh, sound effects from more than one menu hmm. uh, which is something i've only just discovered exciting times in sound in, in sirenscape <laughs> anyway um amidst the heavy rain yes in the distance you hear the crackles of thunder lightning flashes through the sky how many times uh just the once Okay. Um, as Thank you for asking. Yep. I would just, have done. Just the oh, we're all paranoid every time there's a storm, you know it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as you see um, a tropical storm rolling through uh, Newmark in the early hours of the morning. The light hasn't even shown, uh, oh, the sun shit. hasn't risen. Shit and balls. <laughs> this is in character, the so let's war, just swearing the, to us. The, 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 uh, the, the water's surface of the River Hound is being is choppy. It's being cast about by the, uh, by the storm. <laughs> and you can see ranks upon ranks of miserable-looking uh, militia, like, lurking under eaves, uh, sheltering as best they can against the storm. Uh, some are out by these. Uh, some are out uh, out on the edges of the piers. Uh, there's a few peering, trying to look through. The main effect of this, though, is that well, there's a few effects. Well, first of all, everyone is having to cover their rifles and muskets. Such a problem, yeah. Um, so that's been a tricky one. <sighs> Continuing with what you've set in place. Okay. There, uh, and the rain also make, means the thickness of the rain and the wind means your visibility is slashed. You can barely see across the river in this mm. rain. Uh, it is actually, which cuts down on, which potentially might cut down on their ability to uh, to fire on you. But it's um, also a problem the other way. But it's a problem the other way. So that could be to your advantage. It could be to your disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a clock nearby? <laughs> give me a perception check. Because okay. rain. Um, that is twenty-one. Thirteen. Um, you can just make out the distant har- the harbour master's office further down. Uh, you. Ah, uh, it's maybe. Four, maybe five in the morning. You can't make out the second Four hand. Four or five in the morning. Cool. You can't make out the second hand right. very clearly. It's better than nothing. They'll yep. take it. We've narrowed it down to an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think the fire starters might be slightly less effective. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You have a point. Things will be less oh, flammable. Also, have... we can prepare for the rain. Okay, you have yeah. ten minutes of this, and you've asked for the start, so... You're going to get to watch a, a fair bit of this going. So the first thing that happens is um, not a lot initially. The rain travels down. 
some of the people on patrol are like holding lanterns up behind their heads like mm-hmm. others have just abandoned them appearing into the dark I'm keeping an eye out for anyone checking a pocket watch doubt it but I'll just roll a, roll a luck check yeah roll a luck check okay oh I'm gonna roll go for it. 15 okay you don't see anyone immediately but you'll keep an eye out I doubt it but the okay. you, you would see, wouldn't you <laughs> you see one one figure uh, one of the uh, of the heavy coated figures against the rain peers out frowning at the water <laughs> with it's you almost miss it for a moment in the chopping water uh, wind and rain a pair of hands reach out grab the watcher by the legs and pull them in mm. and a moment later hundreds of bodies start clambering up uh, over the pier and just Full on twenty eight days later, charging. So at is the this streets. at our side or at their side? Uh, this appears to be on your side because you can see the hardmaster's office. No, but I mean, are they? You these are dead bodies, Are they from, coming at us or at coming, the other they side? They appear to be coming at you. Okay, good to so know. So you see, uh, so they're hiding dead bodies in the river. You see a mix. Yeah, you see a mixture of pallid bloated and in many cases ju- uh, actually no only a couple of pallid and bloated bodies for the most part skeletal bodies uh, uh, forms just rise out of the river uh, I've, some many unarmed some clutching like lengths of wood oars blades uh, so many rusted that they found and when I say raids I don't mean like swords from an ancient tomb I mean like kitchen knives uh, and butchers poles and things like that uh, but this isn't just like a squad of undead as you hear the shouting and exclamation and the, uh, 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 from the soldiers uh, here reacting to the at this point in time very unexpected arrival of a wave of, of the undead uh, let's just roll let's just find these you uh, it all breaks out into a fierce melee they lower their rifles they start firing but because of the heavy rain everyone using gunpowder is for the purposes of mass battle at disadvantage it's going very so uh, so there are you hear the sounds of misfires of uh, pistols going uh, uh, pistols and muskets going off target of many just not firing because of the damp Mm. um and the white and, and the white wave of bone uh, keeps coming. You look down; you can see it coming all the way along the pier in both directions. Hundreds, maybe a thousands of bodies start peeling over. You are Fuck. you're <laughs> kind of trapped in place watching the fight happen because. This is where you, you like you, you you've got like ten foot square that you can move in, um, but you watch uh, you watch the fight take place. The um, the bodies are not terribly effective. Like they're not as good. They they don't seem to be uh, necessarily well made mm-hmm. or like well or well animated. They don't have the reflexes you've been led to expect of like of highly of like the professional undead regiments Uh, you also don't see anyone living come up with them initially Uh, 
but they are enough to start overwhelming the um, thousands, uh, the, the members of the militia who are not armed with firearms and are just people using tools to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. It's certainly enough to keep them busy. And as you watch, you hear cannonballs fly through the rain, striking at uh, pockets of resistance. They're a little erratic. It's hard to fire on target. The rain really blocks your view. They are facing the same limitations everyone else using firearms are. And, ooh... When would this happen? Not yet. Again, no. these cannons flying at our side, yeah? Yeah. And it's about this point that you see... Oh, roll a d20. I want to see. I want to see how far. Ooh, uh, nine. Okay. That you see in the distance, further up the pier, three familiar figures are in place. Uh, you recognise yourself... Causin and Scamp uh, 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 fighting. Scamp conjuring mm, maybe fireballs it would be at this point. Blasting through uh, through reams of the undead. Uh, At the same uh, you are uh, playing you have your guitar out. Causin is just causing with multiple weapons although at this (laughs) point probably with uh, I'd say draws swords after a while after one of the gun's jams. Mm -hmm. Um, A swart from where you are, though, you see about four tidal waves rise up out of the water and begin attacking you. Oh, shit. Uh, as you are mobbed by water elementals. The fight carries you a little bit out of sight very quickly. So you're not really able to see what happens. I'm trying to think where you are along this. Yeah. However, some distance, after a little bit of time, you see in the distance the fight pushes back into the city a bit and you see that a small number of armed troops have made it onto the uh, onto the uh, onto the island they are wearing rain soaked red coats um and you do so recognize our troops uh, red troops? coats of the enemy and you see around their necks the familiar necklaces of repeaters mm. this small these uh, tr- soldiers are surrounded by uh, skeletal soldiers in black in black and red uniforms who are fighting either with musket in like inhumanly precise uh, firing uh, firing squads or with blades uh, you see them clashing briefly against a series of um, of uh, dark-skinned humans uh, who seem well-armed and a handful of their own undead as well. You see the Ferozian uh, detachment fighting them, but they're pushed back. The fighting proceeds into the streets and beyond you. For the last three minutes or so of the fight, you are left alone on the uh, water's edge. Mm-hmm. So it does go away from the water's edge after a while. Yeah. It goes deeper into the city. And you are left standing amongst the bodies of the dead. Many of Do I know any of them? Perception check. Been my first question. Hmm. Okay, it's thankfully not a good one. It's a seven. No one you recognise. Okay. 
as your 10 minutes are up. Uh, about nine minutes in, you hear a distant <laughs> and you're left waiting for 40 seconds before you return to the present. Okay, we need to go talk to Alton. Alright. Don't want to say anything in the sending room. No, fair that's fair. Yep. Okay. You make your way over to Alton. Uh, who is actually in his office. Uh, actually, no, he's still in the war room looking over reports. I'm going to shut the door. Right, uh, you, 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 out. Uh, just go out the door. There other, so there's a couple of lower-ranked soldiers in who give you some space. The door clicks behind you. Okay, we're looking at 4 or 5 a.m. Right, okay, or 4 or 5 a.m. Um, it's going to be raining. Heavily? Yeah. Like like a big old storm rain or just like can't see rain? Like torrential rain. Like tropical in your face. Problems with guns rain. (sighs) Could be could be to our advantage, could be against us. Bit of both, I think, probably. If we can get um, enough people into a position and undercover um, to dig in waiting for uh, uh, for this attack. Were you able they to, might have the advantage. Were you able to tell which part of the river they come on uh, at? I don't know how to describe that out of character, but I... All of it. I tell <laughs> everything. Yeah, Celestia... I'm, like, I'm, yeah. I'm not leaving anything no. out. I tell as fully as I can. Uh, Celestia describing it, it sounds like you don't know where... The, uh, Celestia wasn't able to tell where the uh, where the reclamation call came, on, or, uh, came aboard. Um but uh, because of the rain, but it looks like the undead hit the entire eastern bank. Yeah. Sounds like they've got a lot more than we bargained for. Yeah. How many was... clerics do we have besides um, fidelity? One. <sighs> no, we. Sorry, wrong person. <coughs> uh, no, uh, we've actually got a few. Uh, we've we've got two powerful clerics. Uh, I'd say we're working at. Calculation, size of new mark. Uh, we've got about 20 total who are, frankly, not as good. Okay. Maybe four maximum who could do sendings uh, besides the uh, two heads. Right. I was thinking more if, uh, if there's that much uh, undead. Uh, in the way of undead uh, coming, we need everyone who has the ability to repel them. Um, what about the magic circle thing? If any of them can do that, it's not very big, but a few of them along the piers might be... I can do that. I mean, yeah, but, but we're going to be concentrating. Uh, yeah, yeah, you it... can't do all of them, darling. Right, that's a good point. Um, I think that's about as difficult as the sendings are. So if we got them, that only gives us about four to six maximum to work with. Unfortunately, uh, Father Hillbrother, the, uh, the, the local... Regency Bishop uh, took uh, took a lot of the other clerics with him. Uh, when yeah, over to the other side. My question... That's a problem. ...is how did they sneak so many undead into the river and is there a way we can stop them doing it? Well, they hold the other bank, don't they? That is unusual, though. I've, I've done a bit of asking... But if they hold the other bank, right, and they yeah. have, like, a thousand undead potentially in the river... How the fucking hell did they get them in there without us seeing? Yeah. 
Genuinely. Like, how do you do that? I don't know. Unless... There must be a point where we can stop that happening, unless they're already there. They could have maybe snuck them in under cover of darkness. That's possibly how I might do it. Thousands of undead? It's a river in a city. I mean, we can... You said you couldn't see the other bank, though, because of the rain. Yeah. Yeah, true. They could be just filing in. That's the point. We don't know. We don't know. One thing... This is this doesn't strike... Something about this sits wrong with me, though. Um, I've... I've been asking about the, the reclamation core, and the way they fight is usually... It's like what, the, what you described in the second part. You've got one... You got one uh, one chap who's alive, um, and then like a dozen dead, like, uh, like quite skilled dead people. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and, you've and got you got to keep under dumb, the other ones. Like, yeah, they were they were like like the undead in Kion. You know, random undead, clearly directed by someone. But I mean, could they have whites on their side? Could they have done that? I don't. I mean, I, I, I'm not a, I'm not a magician. I don't know what the state of. Uh, oh, I'm gonna of, start of magic calling was. myself a magician. That's wonderful. But I don't know what the state <laughs> of science, scientific magic is, as it were, uh, these days. Maybe they can make whites now. I don't know. Have I, I heard of anything like that happening? Oh, an arcana check. An arcana check. Okay. That's a nine. No. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> But this is all a bit beyond me. Yeah, me too. <sighs> if they've got the sheer numbers, that's gonna make that is gonna make it hard to defend against as well. Because that many, mm, if they've got, frankly, if they've got, if they can just throw more bodies at the, at the uh, into the grinder, as it were, mm, without yeah. worrying about losses on their side, that would explain why they're trying bothering with a raid. I didn't see us with any undead. Well, you, so su- you suggested that we put them under the water. We're, we we're, I was making plans for uh, doing just that. Yeah. Um, so we probably there was an underwater fight you couldn't see that we lost because of sheer okay. numbers. When the ground forces attack me. Ah, that makes sense. Oh, maybe that part of it was already going on. That would make well, sense with the wording. C- Continue with Just that plan like, for now, because we honestly don't Not know. making too much eye contact with Alton. <laughs> just, if you could do me a favour, not... just don't ask too many questions. Um, right. Would the people in boats not count as ground forces? What would they count as? Um, Naval? Yeah, they didn't... But they're, they're not actually fighting. They're just transport, though. Uh, yeah, the, the for the purposes... Of, I'm going to just pop behind the curtain for a moment and say that for the purposes of this... Because of the order in which they were staggered, the undead climbing out of the water was the point at which they kind of became ground forces. Technically, yeah. Technically. That makes sense. And they landed before... They landed some amount of time before the the living forces did. Okay. Okay, So so there was ten minutes between them, at least. If there's that much Not necessarily ten minutes. It's it's a... Like, you know that it's two minutes to cross the river. Mm. You had a 10-minute window tackle. Yeah, that's got to have happened a bit before, hasn't it? Yeah, I'm just thinking, if there's that much yeah. undead that are um, basically, for want of a better term, rabble, if we could 
disrupt the way that uh, they can uh, direct them, they're going to spend as much time fighting them as they are us. I mean, Maybe yeah, that's whatever what we the need to go after is. in addition to the How are they um, doing it? Features. That's what we don't know. That's the thing. We've got no info on that. I've not heard it. It's whatever it is. It, it must be either very old or very new because I've not heard this uh, this being done this way like in any modern fight. I mean, you don't see that many controlled undead, do you? I mean, it's like the only invented repeater is what, like 40 years ago? Yeah. The, that's why I wondered about whites because the only time I've ever seen other controlled undead was when whites had control of them. But I mean, did I see anyone in that crowd of undead that looked like they were doing the controlling? Not that you could see. It all just seemed to be like like a massive, very much like skeletal horde. No, I didn't see anyone controlling. Can necromancers take control directly without uh, the using a, without using a repeater? Uh, I mean, necromancers do. Yeah, but they've they've as far as I understand it, they've got a pretty hard cap uh, I don't I, I mean I'm not sure uh, if you uh, well you've got a necromancer chap don't you yeah but he needs repeaters he's oh. very good but yeah but he'd know the he'd know the uh, mechanics of this better than I do true talk like, to I, him we, we just, do, they have, yeah. do they have like a fucking necromancy sorcerer or some sorcerer or something like I just no offence if they have a sorcerer sense. on their side we'd all be fucked True. <sighs> All right. Mind you, what a sorcerer does, wizards can uh, can copy. That's the old saying, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorcerer can't do that. <laughs> Again. Uh, All right. If a lot of this, apart from the the information we need, could not leave this room, I'd really appreciate it. Uh, yeah. No. No information hygiene and all that. Yep. That's, but, um, frankly, the knowledge of this is a little terrifying. Uh, you're I'm, telling me. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pass, obviously, the salient tactical details onto the rest of the council. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I don't know how you pass on the rain without it being weird, but it surely it's helpful. We're just good at predicting the weather. There is ma- right. magic um, that predicts Local things. fishermen all think it's see it's coming. Who knows? Yeah, you'll think of something. We're yeah. approaching the rainy season. Tell everyone to be aware for it. That's just thinking, how common are druids? Do we have anyone who could pass as one? This is out of character. We'll, we'll think of something. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it to Elton. He'll sort yeah, it out. He'll sort it out. Also, the answer in druids is super rare in Jova. Right. Mm. Kind okay. of got stamped out by the Regency a long time ago. Fair enough. All yeah. right. But yeah, I didn't see any of the rest of it. Um, it went deeper into the city, so it doesn't stay at the river. No. All right. But, well, we at least you know, a limited window in that. Yes. Still, this is useful information. The um, the, the preparations that can be made for heavy rain should be. Yeah. Um. Worth knowing, by the way, Alton. Again, I don't know how you sell this to people. And I'm trusting you in serious confidence here. Um. Now that we've seen this, some of it will likely change from our end because we'll make decisions based on it. Can you change the weather? No. <laughs> oh, I wish. Right. Well, we'll, we'll at well, least frankly, that much I feel sure about. The weather and what they're planning, that those aren't going to change. Well, the, depending the on what we do today, if we get hold of them True. repeaters, that'll change well, our whole plan. Well, report current intelligence from scrying or otherwise. 
Yeah. Yeah. Lucky scry. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, not something you bandy about. But there wasn't really a way to tell you without. Anyway. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. <clears throat> right. Anything else that I should be aware of? No, if anything else comes up, we'll let you know. Right. I'll uh, start making preparations. At least I know when to rest people up so that they can be. Uh, everyone can be nice and awake and early. Yep. Yeah, yeah. that's summer. Tell the clerics if they have any spare holy water to get that uh, to the front line. That's right. a fantastic point, actually. Yeah, especially point. since it's a, it's a component for that magic circle thing. If they can mm. do that. There were also elementals, did yes. you say? There were, the the elementals must elementals. have been uh, conjured by uh, the same people who conjured the uh, the fire elementals the other day. I would imagine it's the fire starters. Yeah, I mean, we call them the fire starters, but they, surely they can do water, can't they? <sighs> I mean, actually, they We they can't discount it. Yeah. But the so, magic circle can also... like You have to choose what it repels, but it can keep elementals out. Yes. Okay. Um, I give him a rundown of I'm when like, that happened in right, the battle. Under the circumstances, killed. then, I'm keeping them back. I'm going to keep at least some of the people who can do that ready to retreat to the battery. It's a it long cast like... time, that one, though. So. All right. Do you have to stay in the circle once it's cast? I'm not familiar. Um, no, but you have to concentrate. Okay. In which case, so if we're pretty sure about the time, we'll keep that going. Yeah, I mean, obviously it doesn't hurt to be ready uh, yeah. earlier. But... I think if you can only do one, then we be- we're best off protecting the battery entrances. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't know if it's four or five clocks and rain. Fucker. Uh, sorry. Glad you can give us that much time. All right, you uh, get on to your next appointment. Thank you, you too. I'm going to sort out mine. Best of luck. Not to die of stress in the meantime. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I ran away from my job to avoid this. I know. Oh. You uh, head on out. Where is your next stop? Um, we probably need to talk about that, actually. Um, uh, we should talk to the necromancer. So Anything as... we can know, even a rumour. Yeah, um... Magic circle isn't concentration. Just oh, is it thing. Oh, I'm thinking no. of something else. No. It, oh, I guess we retract that then. Yeah, we retract that. Yeah, it's costing I mean, time for a minute and then talks to, uh, to the once you're there, you're just there for an hour. That fit. Okay. So you could actually... Yeah, it's, no, it's in, in between two concentration spells on my list. That uh, is right. That'd be a way. Okay. Yeah, but the... Okay, so the main the main thing is the high... One minute casting time and there is... A, and the material cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. So, I have several items on our to-do list. Um, yes. We've got, Go on. So, we have scried on the battle. That's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've got three more. Um, get repeaters is the other one that I've got, which that is does seem to be not a more as easy urgent, as it sounds. Uh, to ask uh, right maybe send a dream to Tompkins tonight if we can. Yep. And also get little Corzin the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, We don't have a lot of time for that, but I, I just. No, we need to do that first. Yeah. There is possibly a bigger one than get repeaters, which is find out how they're doing it. Yeah. Like it's not repeaters, or if it is, it's a new kind of repeater. It's something else. Yeah. I think we should probably still try and get the repeaters. Yeah, but yes. if, if it turns out this is something else that we can stop, that might be a bigger thing. It could be worth another scry. 
I think it is. We if could you've got see, it in, you do it. I could say, show me the point that the undead that will be in the river tomorrow are animated in the first place. Yeah. Um, I could take little cause in while you're doing that. That might be the best way, darling. I think that would put everyone's mind at ease. If we go back to the but... ship and scry. Um, yeah. Yes, we can I can to take Molly. little cause in. Um, I have to be um, at yeah, least actually... with them to explain what's going on, but yes. Yeah, um, it, it can be you, it can be Molly, it can be both. I can stay and scry. Um, that's I fine. mean, cheapest in terms of spells is just to send him through on his own, but that's not very no, nice. No, that's horrific. Let me talk to him. We also need to send to the fucking Grimani's. We can't just send him a child. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we Lilith should also will help talk out. to Courage. Uh, out of character clarification, did we not mention this to the Grimani's before? Or am I imagining that? I think you did, actually. Did we? Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, we didn't mention that it would be today, though. No. I don't think. Yeah. So, I think it still does need to send it. But yeah, we should talk to Courage as well. Alright, let's go back to the ship. Yeah, if Courage wants to go, that that one spell might be enough because courage knows little causing little causing knows courage it's... yeah yeah. but Molly might still want to go and come back which is totally fair yeah I have to leave that to her I won't make that decision for her yeah I mean we can't lose you for any length of time but we could lose Molly for a couple of hours oh I, that, I can't I can't send them and not go myself if ah, I'm bringing someone yes. back, that's that's okay. going to be so many spells. No, that's that's a lot of spells. I sorry, I'm not thinking. Um, yeah, you're right. But Mo Molly might want to go. And it might be better for him if Molly goes. Let's let's talk about it. Okay. You heading back to the ship? Yeah. Yes. yes. You make your way back to the ship. I, mean, I think I'm probably going to split this into two conversations, uh, one with Molly and one with Courage, very quickly then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll I'll probably. Go yeah. for courage and leave Corzin to talk to his wife. Yes, that's what yeah. I was assuming. So, uh, well, so, to begin with, let's do courage. Courage uh, is busy, actually, with uh, doing... Uh, is actually busy cleaning uh, his weaponry, uh, one of the new rifles, along with uh, the other members of the... Um, uh, of the Gold Street, uh, of the Gold Town uh, gang, actually, the, uh, these uh, ruffians that you took on board to make the other parts of your marines, besides the spider tieflings. You see a Talc, the uh, bald-headed dwarf with the eagle tattoo mm -hmm. on it. Look up. Hey, what's oh, going Hello. How's your Talc? Hey, hey, just uh, working things through here uh, with uh, uh, with uh, young courage here. Mm -hmm. Everything um, alright? There's a bit of talk. There's been talk about uh, lots of being alert tomorrow for a big fight. Yep, tomorrow morning. Um, hmm. Can can we borrow you? Sort of thing. Uh, finishes cleaning his. Takes the cleaner rod, cleaning rod out of his yeah, rifle. Comes to my cabin for a minute. Sort of thing. Goes steps into a cabin with you. What's yeah, up? So who's who's with courage and who's with? Oh, it's basically a scam. Where do you want to go? Yeah. I don't know. Either Probably. is awkward. <laughs> I might go and talk to Jeffrey. Okay. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile. Fair <laughs> I know Jeffrey, but... <laughs> I mean, you know Courage if you want to come yeah. up to you, though. Like. But it feels more, like, personal. 
Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, what's in your mind? Um. So, a couple of bombshells in this one. Uh, number okay. one is that we can get you back to Jover in a matter of minutes at any point, which we've been meaning to mention for ages in case you wanted to go around to your families for tea, but there hasn't really been time. Um, eyes just get gradually wider. Yeah, <laughs> making minimal eye contact at this point. Um, and the other one is that there's a massive battle at about 4 or 5 a.m. tomorrow. Um and we wanted to offer you the option of, you know, not being in it if you wanted it, because uh, we're getting a little causing out. But he's going to stay with your dad for a bit. He looks for a moment like he's about to, uh, like, about to object, seriously object, and then you mention a little cause, and then, then whatever he's about to say catches in his throat. That's why we're doing the spell. It's it's for the kids. Um we're not trying to give you special treatment or anything, but it seems stupid not to give you the option if you want it. <sighs> okay. Also, hell, if you just want a few minutes with your dad, uh, I mean, maybe you can pop over and come back. I, I don't, that's a lot of spells. I don't know. Um, it sounds like this is some pretty intense stuff, probably from Scamp, right? Yeah. Okay. Wow, few things to work out there. First, how fast are you going to make us fly? <laughs> oh, bless. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, so, it's not really flying. Uh, right, you see how I'm, I'm here? Yes. I stepped to one side, and now I'm here. Right. Imagine that. So you're really fast walking. No, like, imagine it without the in-between step bit. I'm just in one place and then I'm in another one. That's not how places work. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Sometimes. Oh. Like, you just disappear and then you appear somewhere else. Oh, like in the magic trick. Kind of. You ever saw? They had them. Uh, so they, 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 we never actually took you to the uh, theater at um, uh, in Crosswater. We'd sneak. Oh, I stuck it. I, I, Hope and I would sneak in sometimes. Uh, there was this trick where, like, this person comes up on stage and then there's a big puff and then they reappear on the other side of the stage. Imagine that, but it's not a magic trick. It happened. Fuck. Yeah, I think there's a sort of like hole in reality involved. Like it tears and you can see through. Is that safe? Probably no. not. <laughs> this feels like the sort of thing that I'm not going to. Yeah, you really can't tell anyone this, by the way. Um... Okay. Because I will. If add... that magic gets out, uh, the world's sort of different. Okay, I will add that to the uh, series of things I am taking to my grave. Fair enough. That would be good. I mean, you know, uh, wisdom right. might be wisdom. able to... <laughs> wisdom already knows. <laughs> wisdom might be able to do it at some point. Uh, uh, so oh. you might not have to take it all the way to your grave, but... Uh, so wait, this is magic that could destroy the world if it gets out. And you've given it to my sister. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, 
Yeah, we've... I mean, Scamp has sort of given it to your kid sister, yeah. I'm not going... I'm not going to lie. If Scamp wasn't a kid, I might... I might punch them for putting that responsibility on her shoulders. She has agency, darling. Yeah, she's also my kid sister. Yeah. Different siblings are very different for you than they are for me. I don't have a method of relating to you here. Fair. Okay. Um, right. So I was getting very angry at the implication of uh, the cowardice, by the way. Uh, but Not at all. I wouldn't think it was cowardice if, if you took it. It's your life. It just seemed horrible not to offer you the option. Not dying isn't cowardice. Not standing and trying to and fighting for the gestures like broadly around him when I can. Your name I... is courage. I'm... I can't not fight. Yes, but you also left home because you felt unsafe. And we brought you across the sea, miles away from your family. Um, and I'm not sure you signed up for this, and I wanted to give you the option of an out. I didn't know if you would take it. I wouldn't judge you if you did. Um, I'll take it, because you need someone to look after little Corson. And frankly... Molly, who I assume would be your other choice, is a much better shot than I am. And you need Scamp to have all the spells they can, so you can't afford to get them through to the other side to do it again, am I right? Hmm. <laughs> Probably. I'm not trying to get you to do anything. We can make it work if you don't it's take okay. it. Um, it's it is genuinely your life. I'm not trying to influence you. This is just so an open the, uh, door. Yeah. I understand. I'm also oh, selfishly just this. really worried about getting you killed because you're a good friend and your dad will fucking murder me. Quite rightly. And I know it wouldn't be us getting you killed, it would be you getting yourself killed in your own oh, choice, you. but he wouldn't see it like that, would he? I would think of it as some other fucker getting me killed, but I get your point. <laughs> What's this saying? It's today is a good day to make some other uh, bugger die for his country? I think Corzin said that before. A horrible saying. Yeah. Anyway. I get it. The kid comes first. That's the only reason we're doing a spell. It's fine. We know it's a fucking luxury, by the way. This is true. I mean, on the one hand, I get to see my sister and uh, my sister as well. <laughs> Both my sisters. Three, all three of my sisters. <laughs> um, I have a lot of sisters. Sorry. Uh, and I guess Mordecai and Lilith... On the other hand, I had to get to have a really awkward conversation with my father again. Yeah, how you doing? 
bit tense, a bit strained after that dream, honestly. Oh dear. Hey, got to face the old man sometime. Only now I will be doing it with a 14-inch um, halfling child. Oh, he's so is... <laughs> <laughs> not, um, not how I pictured that going. It's hard to have an argument with little causing around. Hmm. Might help, honestly. Maybe. He'll start spouting bullshit about ships. It'll be adorable how you argue. Then he'll start saying adorable things about his dad. How will you argue while that's happening? Well, this is true. Also, your dad misses you. Although I don't know why I'm preaching to you about this because I don't know your relationship that well and I know what it's like to have family that you don't get on with. I mean, a <laughs> um, bit of an understatement for me, but my point is I don't know your relationship and it's, it's yours. I don't know why I'm trying to give you advice and shit. It's okay. Dad. Dad loves me very much. And he tries to be a mum, and he's not good at it. I think he loves you even if he does it wrong sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Well, let us bite the bullet. What you doing? Hmm? What are you doing? Oh, I'm taking a little Corazon. Thank you. That helps a lot. Just come and get us or tell us to be in, to go wherever by sending when you're ready. Thanks. I give him an awkward hug. Surprise from moment. I, I telegraph. No, no, no. You telegraph, and he's like, oh, okay. And hugs you back. It's a little awkward as well. Just glad you're not dying and stuff. And uh, it's fine. Yeah, good luck with everything. Uh, I just, I don't know. Uh, maybe a bit worried about tomorrow, if I'm honest. Um, where I might not see you again. So I thought, fuck it, give you a hug. You know, why not? Right. Yeah. Hello. You're my friend, too. You've been a good one. <laughs> Let's hope for more of that. Yes. More games of cards late at night. If anyone asks, you sent me on a highly dangerous solo mission. Very brave. <laughs> of course. Because Very I courageous. Do, I, uh, I do not want the all of the chatter, you know? No, we, we sent you off... Um, yeah, we sent you off to do something. You sent, probably secret. sent me off to, to guard little Corson. We just skimp on the details. Actually, we wouldn't tell anyone where you were going if there was a secret hideout. That's exactly what's happened. Alright. It's also not a lie. That helps. I'll pack it back. See you soon. Meanwhile... Little now then, Jeffrey. <laughs> I wanted to give you the option of going with little Corzin. Or you can stay. 
Jeffrey draws the knife. <laughs> okay, I Slightly really hope that means you're eyes. staying because that is not something to have around little calls in. <laughs> you're staying? Okay, I'll give Jeffrey a hug. <laughs> Jeffrey, like, you have to awkwardly angle to avoid getting stabbed by the knife. <laughs> but Jeffrey then she, like, hugs you and then, like, awkwardly, like, Hugging your leg reaches round to put it in his little belt sheath. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> Corzin, you find. Um, honestly, you probably find Molly on deck with little Corzin. Uh, little yeah. Corzin has. Sorry, little Corzin is very carefully, like, cutting little slices of the of the second uh, honey cake with a knife and he's, he's realizing he's had to he's gonna have to ration these out because he's only got only got two more you enjoying that mm-hmm. excellent tastes different spice what? will work oh yeah how so tastes yellow yellow mm-hmm well, I'm, I'm sure there's um, there's plenty of yellow in it. Hmm. Molly looks down, uh, uh, comes over. over. Corson, um, just again, out of character clarification, how much time has passed? Is it like, oh, conceivable it has... that the, uh, the the other guests will be up again now? Oh, it could be, yeah. I mean, it's it's only been an hour or so. All right, in which case, this is what I'll do. Like, Corson, why don't you uh, go and see if you can find Clara and uh, ask her what's in those? I'm sure she'll be able to tell you. Okay. Picks up the, oh, the, the most box. awkward conversation happens. It goes down screen. and has, has an awkward conversation. Molly looks over. Alright. We're well, doing this then? Looks like we are. It's it's now or never. Right. So, um... Send I wanted me. to give... Go on, you start. I was just asking if we were going straight to the sending room, or... Well, I wanted to give you the option with this, because I absolutely understand if you want to go with him. Uh, somebody has to. But Vig's recovering, and someone's going to need to lead... Uh, and someone is going to need to lead uh, this ship if you need to be busy in the city. Yeah. Do you have someone else lined up in mind? Not Me. especially, but it's it's not even about that. It's about you know, I know, but we have if to you want to be with our son, I'm not going to deny that to you. She gets takes by the shoulders and puts her forehead against yours. Of course, I want to be with our son, but I need to be here. So that there's still a ship and still a mum and a dad for him to come back to. I pull her in close and I kiss her. She gives you a slightly shorter kiss. She's not necessarily one for long kisses in front of all of the crew. But you've, and it's been a hushed conversation between you. But. All right. We're going to make it damn well sure he has a ship and parents to come back to. Damn right. Alright. 
Thank you. That's all right. I'll pack him a bag. You get him ready. Will do. And Corson goes off to do just that. Corson, you find uh, in Scamp's room <laughs> uh, <laughs> that uh, Saran and um, uh, and Clara are there with little Corson as Saran is explaining. Saffron. The yellow comes from saffron. There's also they also make it with a small amount of uh, we call it taro, which gives it a little bit of extra flavour. Oh, can you get that? I don't think it grows here. Oh, maybe Bell knows where to get it. If anyone does, I'm okay. sure it'll be Bell. Uh, Saran stands and gives a slight bow to you. I return it. Oh, hey there. Apparently this has got uh, saffron and taro in it. Ooh. Uh, I will uh, keep hold of it and ration it carefully. That's very rare indeed. This is oh, a real treat. Okay. Closes up the little box and tucks it into his shirt. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I need you to go and... Uh, well, uh, come with me and uh, pack a bag. We're going somewhere on an adventure. Are you coming with me? At least part of the way, but um, you won't be alone at any time, I promise you. Closing. This is important. Is something happening, Dad? Um... I think so. And... Nods. Well, I don't uh, have all the answers here. I know that there's um, going to be safer places for you in the not-too-distant future than here. Don't worry. We're going to do um, everything we can in order to, um, uh, to make it safe as soon as possible. But for now, we need to make sure that uh, whatever happens, you're out of harm's way. But what if you get hurt? Who's going to get you a healing potion? I've got a whole bunch of uh, good friends and crew to help me at Little Corson. And to be honest, I am... I'm in a rare position right now. I can definitely make you safe. And I'm definitely going to. that very sort of small child solemn way nods listen to me listen to me you remember obviously all the times that I I wasn't there mm-hmm. and it's okay dad uh, thank you but one of the reasons why uh, I remember you always used to ask me why you couldn't come with me it's, this is one of those reasons it's just not safe sometimes but as with all those other times I'm going to make sure that things are safe and that when the time is right and it's not going to be that long it's not going to be anything like the amount of times uh, I was away before I'm never, I promise you this, and he does um, hold him quite firmly, I promise you this, we are never going to be parted for that long ever again. 
gives you a little well, hugs you and gives you a little pat, reassuring pat on the back. Aww. I hold him tightly as well. It's okay, Dad. Yeah. I know you're going to do me absolutely proud. You're, you remember me uh, speaking about the uh, uh, the tiefling family that uh, we met mm-hmm. in uh, in Brighthold? Well, they're uh, in Seoul now, and uh, that's who we can... Uh, take you to. They're lovely, wonderful people and I know that um, that it's going to be the safest place for you right now. Oh! You mean Courage's dad? That's right, yeah. Yeah, Courage said he he, he used to get drunk and beat people up in bars. (laughs) (laughs) Only bad people. Oh dear. Fucking Courage. Why did you say this to a small child? <laughs> Such an asshole. <laughs> well, also, one of the things that uh, he and I have in common is we are very, well, in our own way, we are dedicated parents. And right at this moment, I can't think of anyone uh, better to... Um, to be watching over you while your mum and I have to do some very important things here. Okay. Believe me, and I know this might seem hard to believe, but if there were any other way of keeping you safe, I would be doing it. But this is the honestly the best thing I can think of right now. Okay. But I'm so proud of you, you. You have to give me your hat. He takes off his hat and holds out to you. Alright. You take my hat. I, I do. <laughs> then you've got to come back, because I've got to get your hat back. Yeah, we've got to exchange hats. That's a very good idea. <laughs> puts the hat on. It's oversized like the other hat, but it's your older, more battered tricon on his head. Oh, I remember the first time you tried, uh, tried to put that on, you must have been all two. <laughs> you, you almost disappeared under it. <laughs> love you, Dad. I love you too, so much. <laughs> and I hug him again. He's double scratchy. <laughs> Once again, your father is in need of a shave. (laughs) The bags are packed. And all too soon, you find the three of you. (sighs) Little Corson and Courage and Molly. You find yourselves alone, Captain's orders, in Mm -hmm. the sending room. So... Seems we're going on a bit of a trip. Mm-hmm. Yes, an adventure for both of you, I'm sure. I'll introduce you to my sister. She'll, Thank you for doing this, Courage. <laughs> Lilith's going to love him. <laughs> I love that we all knew which sister that was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, Chase. 
Oh, you... Chase with little cords in. Yeah. Oh, Chase uh... is like seven foot. That's amazing. <laughs> ah, anyway. She could... Well, he could fit in her antlers. <laughs> probably probably in Chase's hands. Yeah, mm. probably. <sighs> All right. Good luck. All right. The two of you have an adventure now. Stay safe. Um, as soon as we have any kind of news and I have spells left, I'll send something. Got it. <sighs> Holds out his hand to... I think it would be you first, Celestia. Yeah. It's the sort of wrist clasp. Yeah, that's what I'm picturing. Don't get yourself killed. I side-eye the child. <laughs> we won't. He's... Uh... <laughs> I imagined him leaning in close to say that. Okay, cool, <laughs> like, cool, cool. So cool. Just, just like, yeah. like, there's, there's like a, there's leaning a... close and just like, I, I think Corson yeah. and Molly will be with little Corson yeah, like, at this yeah. point. Don't so, get yourself yeah. killed. I will endeavour not to. Good luck with your dad. I'll try not to kill him. <laughs> Hope to be sending to you all soon. Yeah. yeah. Just just quite enough that little Corson is busy distracting. Yeah, fair enough. Mom. You said it like very like yeah, out very encouraging out over the table. It was like Jesus Sorry, Christ. Yeah, I really just didn't convey that properly. Uh, <laughs> child there. Um, goes down. Look, kneels down uh, by Scamp. Right. You look after them. I will. Leans in. No, seriously, keep them alive. Someone needs to. I will try so hard. You have no idea. <laughs> I have some idea. <sighs> Offers you a hug. Hugs. Leans you on. Stands up. Salutes Corson. Corson returns it. Captain. Smartly. All right Best then, Corzin says to little Corzin, "You ready for an adventure?" Mm-hmm. Good, because I have absolutely no idea what's happening next. But it seems to involve Scamp scratching crayons on the floor. Yeah, I got a lot of drawing to do. Don't worry. Uh, it's honestly pretty cool. There I think you're gonna love it. <laughs> familiar to you, but not to the three three of the those viewing it. As you Ooh. finish this circle, uh, little yeah. Corzin, uh, mm-hmm. a thing worth noting. Mm-hmm. This is a very very secret thing that Scamp can do. Just don't tell anyone. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. I know that you're quite good with secrets, so it should be fine. But I thought. Somebody should tell you it was a secret. <laughs> like, the people you're going to obviously know about this, but yeah, literally no one else does. So, shh. Oh, no, I get it. It's like, uh, it's like Talc says. Take it to your grave, and if you tell anyone, take it to theirs. <laughs> we really... Okay, we need to find you are hanging out with the right people. <laughs> you are getting an excellent education. <laughs> A-plus parenting, everyone. <laughs> oh, I mean... Honestly, better than some of the shit that I was probably coming out with as a kid, so you know. <laughs> Scamp, as you finish uh, drawing the, the crayons with the powdered gemstones that aren't really a part of this, there is there's the flash of light that begins to consume them 
and the air picks up the breeze, strange circular breeze, Corson holds on, little Corson holds on with both hands to his father's hat. Ooh. Oh, um, can we assume that we've popped a sending off at this point? Yeah, you pop a sending like off Like, we have. You know? off, you pop sending off to, 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 to Justice, he's like, right, okay. And I, I think, like, yeah. we said we've already yeah, arranged already this, we're just telling them it's today. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, right, okay, it's today, we'll be, make sure we're ready. And as the uh, air picks up and picks up, with a a line of white light appears in the middle of the circle. Oh, fuck. Yep. <laughs> and widens out to that strange, kind of like, doesn't look like a sphere, but it looks like a hole, a 2D hole from all sides. Uh, and on the other side, Destin Sukalin. I mean, at this point now, the Gramani's uh, vault and basement, uh, with a similar wind swirling round there. Uh, how much time do we have? Uh, All right, here we go. Go, go, go. And the pair of them. Yeah, uh, Courage just picks little Corson up. uh, Good luck, Corson. I love you. Ah, I love you. As the gate seals shut. Corson sinks visibly. How are you doing? That never gets any fucking easier. And on that note... I think we're going to end for today. So, first to you, what do you do next? We will find out next time. Thank you Sam, all very much I'm for playing. I'm crying. You made me cry, you bastard. <laughs> I'm almost going myself. <sighs> I miss my dad. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Lockdown's a I'm so fucking bitch, isn't it? It's Thank a good you missing. <laughs> you, yeah. You're a good imaginary parent. <laughs> I try. <laughs> Thank you all for playing. Thank you all for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. Why is it in times most torn, there's always one more bloody storm? I'll see you soon, son, just like that. Return to come and get my hat. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.